Temporary replacement. Yeah, who can fill my shoes? Do you know anyone? How big are your feet? Size eighteen. That's not true. <laughs> so just we'll just the... get the replacement that like Marge gets with Homer when um so it's just like a bucket <laughs> on a stick and like <laughs> balloon arms. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. We'll have to find someone. I guess we could just do the show without you, but yeah. But could you though? Maybe. I mean, theoretically, you could do it. I think we found but it. Would it be worthwhile? I think we found it. I can do the show by myself. <laughs> in I'll, five minute I'll, bursts. Yeah. I'll, before I go, I'll record some answers, like some responses <laughs> to you. Mm. Wow, that person really has got him or herself <laughs> in quite a dilemma. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's really funny. I was just thinking. So I was like, "How are we, guys?" It's such a put on thing because we do sit down and have dinner and talk for yeah. like an hour before we <laughs> record. And there goes the mystery of the show. But they don't know that. Well, I do now. No, that didn't cut, hear that. Cut it out? Okay, I'll cut it out, sorry. Uh, how are you both? Anything new that you haven't told me in our dinner? Well, life is, is basically the same. Mm. Good though. Busy, really, really busy. Mm. It's crunch time at the moment at work. I've gone on like 7 million... It's crunch on those biscuits. Mm-hmm. I've had like 7 million excursions in like two days. Yeah, you have had a lot of excursions. Though, yeah, it's ridiculous. Wherever you know how draining excursions fun? are? Yeah, awesome. Like, we went and saw two plays. I took the Year Nines on a photo exhibition to the city. So they went to um, the NGV and then they took photos. And then um, 
uh, I had the, took my VC class to a workshop and next Tuesday I'm taking my year nine drama class to do a live performance at Caulfield Grammar. Oh, cool. Yeah, so busy, busy, busy. So the year nines, mm. are they like, if my memory serves, is year nine when they become like wild animals? Yep. So is that, was that a challenge yep. to keep them in mm. line? Um, it's actually proving a bit harder with these tens. Really? Yeah. They're kind of like, oh, I do what I want, miss. I can yeah. do whatever I want. <laughs> sort of thing like that. So they're pushing the boundaries. But they're still really good kids. Like, they're still like, I have to say that because some of them might be listening. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone who listens get an A+. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's one way to build our listeners. Yeah. Even if you don't go to school, we'll give you an yeah. A+. Yeah. We'll just send you money in an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> No, Send it to Happy Dude. I'm just full of like references tonight. <coughs> You're the reference queen. I am. I am the lizard queen. That is one of the few Simpsons references where I'm always like, that's not funny. Ah, well, there you go. <laughs> I didn't say you're not funny. I just never thought that joke was funny. No, no, no. I got the Cat, message there. Cats out of the bag, James. <laughs> this is worse than the other week when you advocated for domestic violence <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yep. Uh, the people probably thought the show was cancelled because like that was the last joke. Yeah. But I was like, "Hey, Casey Affleck, man! Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Should we start with some news, guys? Let's do it. We got a lot of news. Lots of stuff that's happened since we last sat down. Lots of sad news as well. Very sad news. Uh, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of uh, famous people and I guess less famous people pass away. Um, the big one, obviously, being Roger Moore passing yesterday. Um, Very sad. It is so. I don't think I've ever seen a Roger Moore Bond film, though. I mean, I'd be like, I'm, I wouldn't do that thing where now he's passed. I'll say he's always been my favorite Bond. Like, yeah. he never was my favorite, but he happens to be in one of my absolute favorite films, which yeah. is Moonraker. It's everyone mm. loves that film anyway. It's yeah. the one where they go into space and have oh, Jaws. Cool. It's got Jaws. If you know that yeah. massive. Oh yeah. yeah. Mum always called Baba um, Metal Mouth, which she meant to call him Jaws. Mm. She's like, "You're Metal Mouth from James Bond because <laughs> yeah. he's got gold teeth." Yeah. Um, and you know what he brought to James Bond? So um, he was the he was like the sexy one, wasn't he? He was the one who yeah, was the ladies' man, and it was very it was the camp ones as well, wasn't it? Also he? very quippy. Like so, mm. Sean Connery was the more your suave James Bond, yeah. where he was like a lady killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Literally. Not literally. <laughs> um, That's sm- for Casey Affleck. <laughs> yeah, um, but Roger Moore was the more yeah, like he had, would woo a woman with like a. A quip, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, was his era times. the same era of like James Bond when it was like James Bond had a gaydar and could like tell when guys were gay and stuff like that? I don't know what that is. I don't it know might just that. be in the books, but apparently like in the books, it's like there's a lot of references. I haven't read them. This is just what I've heard. Mm. But apparently there's a lot of references to like um, <laughs> James Bond's homophobia and he's all like, you know, oh, yeah, that's because those guys are so gay. And oh, apparently really? there's a mechanism where it's a gator. It's literally like <laughs> would, Q yeah. makes a gator. In, written over the 50s and 60s. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, if there was in some... those books, James Bond is not a nice guy. Yeah. Like, he's a real jerk. Um, and, and, and before that, uh, and now I've never seen the show, but my parents have always told me, oh, we always saw him as the saint. The saint, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I... I think that was almost as iconic as his James Bond performance. I think I probably watched that as a kid because um, we had a, we had like Foxtel. I think it was like on the Nickelodeon Saturday Night Channel where it was just like classic TV. So you get like Gilligan's Island and uh, The Flying Nun and The Saint was on. I couldn't tell you anything that happened in that show because I haven't watched it since. But I do remember like seeing the previews and I probably did watch a couple episodes. Yeah. So. I don't think I've ever watched anything with Roger Moore. 
Yeah, I'm not sure if I have either, except for maybe a couple of episodes of The Saints. So, um, still an iconic figure, regardless. Mm, absolutely. And refreshingly, never put a foot wrong. I think mm. uh, don't think he did much acting after Bond, but he was a UNICEF ambassador all those years as well. Mm. So mm. just a good person, I think. I think it was, was he eighty nine. Is that what they said? Yeah, surprisingly old. Mm. I thought he was like younger than Sean Connery since mm. he was. How old is Sean Connery? Oh, he'd be in his mid eighties, I think. Um, let's have a look. I'll look this up for you. Um, it, it, actually, um, uh, Roger Moore was in a movie last year. Yeah, Sean Connery is eighty six, so he's still around, obviously. Um, but yeah, Roger Moore's been doing a few things. Nothing kind of. I mean, I guess that the biggest thing in recent years would have been Cats and Dogs Two, The mm. Revenge of Kitty Galore. Mm. So. Mm. <laughs> uh, he was an alias, so you know. Oh yeah. So he's kind of going back to the well of being a, you know, a spy again. He was also in Spice World. He played Chief. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I think yeah. I didn't know that he was in He was also in that Magic Snowman cartoon, too. Mm. If it's the one that you keep referencing. Is it? No, that's not No, this. that's a different one. That looks terrifying. Yep. But he played Lumi Uko, the snowman. Oh, so there you go. I would say more iconic Lumi than Bond, Uko. actually. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody uh, loves looking emo. Um, uh, before uh, Roger Moore <laughs> passed away, someone else passed away, actually. Uh, someone that I uh, was a fan of a lot, uh, Michael Parks, uh, an actor who a lot of people probably wouldn't know by name. He's a character actor. He was in a lot of Tarantino films as the sheriff. Um, so, if you're, like in Kill Bill, he's the one who finds the bride um, in the chapel. Yes, I know him. Um, he was also the, uh, the villain in both Red State and Tusk. Um, I think that would play his last... He definitely two of his only leading roles, but an immensely talented actor. Like I remember when I saw Red State for the first time, I was just like, "This guy's insane!" Like there's this one scene where he's just like preaching in like in the church, and I think it was really a 16 minute scene with no cuts, and they end up changing it just because they're like, "Well, look, not everyone is a fan of just pure acting; they want to see other stuff as well." So they kind of made it a little more visually interesting. But the dude like can hold an audience like you wouldn't believe like he's, he's crazy good and even Tusk like, which is a ridiculous movie and so stupid I mean I love it but it is stupid the guy is takes it so seriously like you buy every second he's on screen he's just he was just a fantastic actor yeah the intensity he brings to Tusk is crazy mm. yeah it's really good so and I think he was in his mid 70s when he passed away so Michael Park's also gone um someone else connected to the Kevin Smith world passed away just on Saturday as well uh, you def well not definitely, but you probably won't know the name either. Um, it's a girl, a lady, I guess, not a girl, uh, named Lisa Spoonauer, and she played uh, Caitlin in Clerks. So not the main girl, not Dante's girlfriend, but the one he's after, the one he's trying to get back with later on and stuff. Um, and she never really acted again after that film, but she's really good in it. Like of all the, it's an amateur film with no professional actors, and she's probably one of the strongest ones in there. So yeah, um, another loss. Sad. Sad, sad stuff. Should I get the last of the sad news out of the way and then move on to happier stuff? Or? I think so. Let's, uh, this is ours. Okay, so the last, and this one, like, as much as, I mean, look, she was young. She was in her, I think in her 40s, so that's obviously really sad. It's sad to lose those, you know, Roger Moore and Michael Parks as well, but this one sucks. Um, it was revealed, uh, about, I think it was yesterday, it was revealed, um, Zack Snyder will be stepping away from the Justice League film, who won't be doing anything, having anything to do with it anymore, because in March his daughter committed suicide. 
um, and she was like 20 years old, I think. Whose daughter? Zack Snyder, the director. Zack Snyder's yeah. daughter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, his wa- and his wife, who is a producer in those films as well, so... Um, which means, like, he released all that stuff, and he's been, like, promoting it all, like, for the last mm. three months, and no one knew. Like, so many people didn't realize. I think, like, even, like, um, Gal Gadot, who's doing press for the Wonder Woman at the moment, like, even she was, like, I had no idea. Like, he just... Wait, so when did she pass away? In March. Oh. Yeah, it's been like three months. Yeah. And he was trying, like, he took a break from the film. He was trying to kind of, you know, get himself together and then get back into it. He's just like, well, I can't, can't yeah. do it. Which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think it's a wise decision. It's I think yeah. he has a to horrible, with his family. Yeah, to absolutely. Lose, um, to lose a child, your child. Absolutely. Um, so that's, that's pretty awful. The only silver lining out of all of this is that they've managed to find someone to take over from Joss Whedon. I don't know... Uh, well, I just gave it away. <laughs> it's just waiting um, to take over from Zack Snyder on the Justice League film. I don't know if it's going to be over all this stuff. Was just that film, but he's coming in to finish the movie, and I think he's going to be attached to the second one now as well. So, yeah. um, which is is cool. It's just unfortunate circumstances that brought this about. Yeah, it's terrible news, and uh, I'm I'm amazed that he went part. You know, like put in another three months of work after yeah. that. You know, and if like, you think about like all the horrible things that dude must go through on a daily basis, because people like hate. That, like, some people just hate that filmmaker. Like, mm. so the amounts that he had to put up with and never, like, lashed out or, like, said a, a bad word. Um, yeah, it's it's just awful. But hopefully, you know, now he'll get a chance to kind of spend time with his family and they can, you know, kind of move through and deal with this tragedy. Yeah, it's such a shame. And I think... Um, <clears throat> I don't think the film will, will suffer too much from it because from what I've read the same news and I think they're going to sort of like, well, it's in post-production now. Yeah. And I think they're going to keep it pretty pretty similar to what uh, Zack Snyder has, was planning to do anyway. So Yeah, I think Joss Whedon's just coming in basically to kind of oversee the end of it and shoot any reshoots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with it, but the, yeah, as I, said, I don't know if he's with part two or not, but that would be all right. Does anyone hear a buzzing? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's the that's heater. The heater? Okay, cool. Oh, so there's a weird buzzing now. I'm like, it's not our mics because we only have one. Yeah. And it doesn't make a noise. Um, let's move into some more fun news, guys. Because um, that's, that's all horrible, horrible stuff. Um, we have a new Lego Marvel game coming out. That looks cool. Mm. The teaser for it has... I haven't a little, seen anything about it. Uh, it was just on Instagram. There was probably a trailer somewhere, but I didn't see it. But there was just a, a little Lego baby Groot pushing Aww. buttons and stuff. Um, that's so cute. So that's fun. Um... Uh, Superman uh, is going to fight The Rock. Um, the Rock's character is uh, Black Adam in the Shazam movie. Before then, we're going to see him fight Superman. I don't know when, but that's cool. Wait, are we still talking about Lego? No, I moved on. Okay. Did you have Lego stuff you want to talk about? No, 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 because like, I couldn't hear the definitive change. Yeah, and so I, I thought... thought you meant as in like in the game. <laughs> no, sorry, yeah. It's going to play The Rock's. So what are you talking about now? Uh, so I, we don't know whether it's going to be in the Man of Steel sequel or in a Justice League film. But The Rock um, and Henry Cavill confirmed that they're going to be facing off in a movie cool. before The Rock get, goes into his own movie. So. Oh, cool. so that's kind of cool. Big fan of The Rock. Um, we have another person who wants to direct The Flash. They still haven't found someone to direct The Flash movie. Um, they were looking at Robert Zemeckis. Kevin Smith threw his hat in the ring last week. He was just wow. like... He was like you just firm up. When you heard that news? I was like, it makes sense. Like, I'm wary because he's never really done anything with a big budget except for Cop Out. Um, which isn't a great movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just a kind of... The one with Will Smith. 
No, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah it didn't seem. I only watched half of it, but I didn't think it was very good. Like it's fine. Like it's and look, it's not his script. It was I think it was the first movie he made without writing it or whatever. Yeah. So it's fine. Um, so we know he can make a film look good with a big budget, and he has worked on like he's done two really uh, popular Flash episodes. Like he did the Runaway Dinosaur one, which is the one where he gets lost in the Speed Force, and he also did the Killer Frost episode of season three. Mm-hmm. So he's worked with the character and. How people have really liked those episodes done, so I think it makes sense to give the guy at least uh, an audition or whatever the, yeah, <laughs> the equivalent yeah. for a director is. Um, <clears throat> I mean, why not? If they're struggling, like I think he's gonna he'd do a pretty good job. Um, and finally, maybe the biggest kind of fun news that happened uh, this week: uh, Tom Hardy has been cast as Venom. That's awesome. Yeah, in the Venom yeah. movie, yeah. So I don't know whether he's going to appear in a Spider-Man movie or not because it's part of that weird Sony deal where. Sony shares the rights with Marvel for Spider-Man, but they can make as many spin-off movies as they want. Mm. So, hopefully, that means Tom Hardy's entering the Marvel universe. So that'd be kind of cool to get him in like a uh, an Infinity War or something else later on. Like that'd be kind of cool. Uh, but if not, we're getting another Venom finally, and they chose basically one of the best actors in the world to yeah. do it. So, like, he's kind of the hot choice for almost every role at this point. So, yeah, why not? Uh, a bit more news. That yeah, you go for it. Miss. Uh, Universal Studios announced the what they're going to call their Monsters Universe, which is going to be the Dark Universe. I did see this. I haven't watched the trailer for it yet, but I did see this. The trailer's just like a, a black and white thing. I, I didn't know what it was. I thought oh, it was it's like, just all old footage from yeah, old movies. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just talking about how they're going to like reimagine those classics, <laughs> and they had a list of what they were going to do, mm. um, which I can't remember what it was. But it was Brighter Frankenstein yeah, was on there. Brighter Frankenstein's the one after The Mummy. And Creature from the Black Lagoon was on there. Yeah, and Wolfman. Yeah. That's cool. Like, I'm down with it. I'm not still not 100% on board with this Mummy movie. I still... Am, it looks very CGI. And, I mean, I guess that when you do a big budget film, you have to do that, but... I mean, in, in Tom, we trust. <laughs> also, um, I didn't realise that the, the main female lead is... She's great. She's in... From Kingsman. Uh, Annabelle Wallace? Oh, no, the actual Mummy. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so um, I guess co-female lead, because yeah. I think the Mummy is going to be the... Uh, the villainous yeah, yeah, lead. Absolutely. Uh, so I think um, the female hero, Annabelle Wallace, is from Peaky Blinders. Okay. Uh, and she's fantastic in that. Okay, cool. Yeah, and the girl who plays the mummy is the, is the razor leg sleeve from yeah, Kingsman. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And she's also in uh, Star Trek Beyond. Oh, I haven't watched that yet, yeah. but I haven't watched Into Darkness yet, so I'm a little bit behind. Uh, yeah, so that was exciting. <laughs> I, I'm, I love film franchises that tie in. Like, Marvel is just like, it's a marvel, you might say. <laughs> yeah, they get they get it right. They, and, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was just saying, yeah, they get it right. And DC is catching up. You know, hopefully we'll get to see some... I, I guess a lot of criticism, but that's probably only because Marvel is, like, really perfect. Well, and they've set the standard. Like, so everyone is kind of seen as catching up. Even, like, Universal will be seen as that way now. Like, oh, no, yeah. they're doing Universe. So. I, I'm just excited for it. I can't wait till there are a few movies in and we can see how it all ties together because... We've got uh, Russell Crowe is playing Dr. Jekyll. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Johnny Depp. I wonder how soon he'll miss to hide. Like, I wonder if they'll wait a few movies or whether it'll be... Oh, I thought he was playing... Van Helsing? Yeah. So did I, but then they revealed it was Dr. Jekyll. And then I thought Tom Cruise was playing Van Helsing, uh, but then he's just some guy. Is he? I thought that it was going to be... The reveal was that he was... I thought that's what might have happened, but I've oh, heard happen. differently. <laughs> I haven't heard... <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. I haven't heard differently. I just... Um, based on IMDb, which isn't always right, so... Yeah, um... And, uh, yeah, Johnny Depp's going to be in it. I think he's going to play the Invisible Man, which would be good. Hopefully we don't see him. <laughs> I was going to say, that's probably the best thing you could do right now, is just kind of stay off the 
um, yeah. off the screen. Actually, no, there's a, no, you don't finish that and then I'll get back to the other uh, So, no, I'm, all, I'm pretty much done. I just thought I'd let everyone know that, yeah, so keep an eye out for the dark universe. I'm, I'm just excited we're going to get to see, see some monster movies again. Like, yeah. it's been a while. Also, side note, don't you think Nick looks a little bit like um, Adam from Mythbusters right now? Yes. <laughs> the main guy from Mythbusters with your glasses and your perfectly, like, kind of combed ginger hair as a black t-shirt. That's oh, yeah. good. Um, I was going to say a little bit more of um, superhero news. They revealed some more pictures of Mira from the Aquaman film. And it looked cool. So, and Tina had mixed feelings. Um, yeah, no, only mixed feelings because I really, really like Mira. And I haven't seen Amber Heard do anything except for that horrible Johnny Depp video where they're like, don't bring your dogs to Australia. Oh, yeah. And that did not fill me with much... <laughs> uh, confidence yeah so yeah no i haven't seen her in anything so it would be good yeah like i um i'm debating whether or not to watch something of hers or to just have this as my first experience of her acting i've seen her in some stuff she was in all the boys love mandy lane and that was pretty good she was because in like a nice little twist in there i thought she was really good in it um I think he'd like... She did a film with Joan Jeff called The Rum Diary. Yeah, she was great in that. And that was pretty good. And oh. she's in Zombieland as well. Um, she's in Drive Angry, which is not a good movie. Um, oh, she was in The Danish Girl, which is an Academy Award winning film, so she should be good in that, right? And she was in Machete Kills, and I liked her in that. So, yeah, she's done some stuff. I think she'll be okay. Uh, at worst case scenario, it's like, this is the first version of Mirror. I'm sure, you know, we'll see many more mirrors in our time, so... Mm. Um, that's all the news I have. Yeah, that's about it for me. But that's all cool. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, apparently, <coughs> the new Pirates of the film is getting is just being released, rolled out, and the reviews are terrible. Oh, it's got an eight point two on IMDb. Really? I saw that. I, was, I saw that. I was like, wow, that's a high <laughs> review. Because I will go see it. I might end up seeing it by myself, but I will go and see it, and hopefully, you know, it won't be a complete waste of time. But ah. Mm. Uh, right. They'll have to do a lot to impress me, because I don't like those trailers, so those trailers aren't good. No, they're not good trailers. And I just think, it's just a money-making exercise now. Mm. They didn't even need, after the first, to be honest, they didn't even need a sequel. I agree. I only like the first one so far. I am, uh, you know what? I'm kind of weird and unusual in as much as I actually didn't mind 4. I actually thought 4 was better than 2 and 3, so I was like, oh, it's kind of like, I like this, I like Ian McShane, and I like Penelope Cruz. And I liked the whole, like, kind of what they were going with. Uh, and it was nowhere near as, like, big a spectacle as, like, 3. Because 3, there's so much going on in it. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I agree. They could have, you know, stopped at 1. But it's a franchise. They're making money. Mm. Maybe they'll do a Pirates universe. Yeah. <laughs> they already have. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> but anyway. Um, should we do some reviews? I think so. Guys, we did something crazy. We all went out and saw a movie together, which I think we've only done one time before, and it was before we had this show. Uh, We went and saw Gone Girl together. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I forgot about that. Years ago. The screen flickered and we got a free ticket. And we got a free ticket, and I didn't realize there was anything wrong. I'm like, oh, that was an interesting choice by (laughs) David Fincher to make a flickery image. That was really good. It built the tension. Um, So we went and saw Alien Covenant. Yep. We did. Um, Thoughts? Good. <laughs> well, done. I can expand on that. Really liked it, and from the first scene, it is like a beautiful film. Yeah, visually stunning. Just the set design of the literally the opening scene, the creation of David, uh, fantastic. And go and someone take it from here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm sure that mine is controversial because of my feelings towards a, the first alien. So, James, do you want to go next and I'll... No, you go. Let's... No, I'll talk last. Um, well, maybe mine's controversial. I didn't like it. Oh, really? I didn't. Um, I, I, think it's fine. I think it's a good movie. I think it's a well-made movie. And I don't think it's a bad movie. Um, I just didn't like the story. I was... Spoil it. We're going to spoil some stuff, guys. So, I was looking at the mic when I say spoils as well yeah. as if they're listening. Um, I... Three, two, one. Uh, I didn't realise it was going to be Prometheus 2. I thought we were done with that universe. I thought we were going to do like, a, like the trailer sold it as a horror film. I was like, we're going to see some really cool, creepy stuff, and there was some creepy stuff. But there was a lot of time in a cave with two Michael Fassbenders, and I just did not care. Like, oh, really? He's great in it, but I was just like, I, why are we so stationary? Like, it like if like if you're like kind of trapped and building suspense, I get it. But I never felt like it was building suspense. I was like, I don't know, like, there was... I have a turntable, <laughs> in the words of Michael Scott, because yes. you sound exactly like me. No, no, like, I thought no, the I, I, I thought the opening was good, like, I liked the creation of David and stuff, um, I even liked, you know, the setup on the ship, I was like, this is very much like the first one, but that's okay, like, when in doubt, repeat what works, so I was fine with that. Um, even when they land, like, I was on board for the longest time, and then, like, the first alien attack, like, when those white ones came out... I was like, I don't know why they're white, but that's cool. Like, this is awesome. The attack in the ship was cool. I was on board. And then the movie just stops. And then it does not really pick up again for a while. And then, by that point, I'm just kind of like, oh, it's all about this girl from the first movie, but obviously she didn't want to come back, or they didn't want to pay her, so they just kind of wrote her out of it. Yeah, um, I did think her... Her Absence. story mm. wasn't that great in this film. Mm. Ru- uh, Rooney Mara. No, um, Nubi Rapace. Yeah. You know why? Because they both played the girl with the yeah. dragon tattoo, so I always get confused. Yeah, they're very similar. Uh, yeah, it's like she was great in that first one. Um, and I liked the first Prometheus as well, but I don't know. I thought originally, spoilers, 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 um, that uh, Michael Fassbender, who plays the robot or the android from, the first, from Prometheus, and he plays a different one in this, I thought he was going to be undercover, and then like, the reveal was going to be... He's not an American voice robot. He's the same guy from the first one. Yeah. But then there was two of them, and I was like, "Okay, this is what we're doing." I guess there was a, lot of, there was a real Jesus parable there as well. Yeah. Mm. It um. I don't. Yeah. Again, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's a a decent movie. Just the story wasn't what I wanted, so my enjoyment of it was less. And I get the feeling though that you were like, did you ever think that it wasn't David towards the end of the film? When no. So there's the minute like the minute like. He came out, I was like, that's not David. That's going to be the American, the, the original one. Yeah. Um, David is the original one. Yeah, I think it's the, it's oh, the, the other guy, the American one starts with H, doesn't it? I can't remember. I can't it's, remember. Like, it's like Michael or Stephen or... Or like Horace. Um, <laughs> well, I, I definitely enjoyed it more than Alien, but that doesn't necessarily Walter. mean... That I, Walter, yeah. um, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm like, oh my god, 10 out of 10, it's amazing. No, it's not, mm. it, but it's still better. Uh, because A, um, shit actually happens in this movie, whereas the first 40 minutes of Alien, nothing happens. Whereas I feel like the, at least the first 10 minutes of this movie, something happened. So at least that got me. Um, the CGI in this, those little white aliens spotty. were so shit. Yeah, spotty, wasn't it? There was some really beautiful Whoa. stuff. And then, like, when they're repairing the sail, I'm like, this is great. This yeah. looks really good. 
And then those little white shit turds come on stage and you're like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) That is like a children's cartoon. Yeah. That's what that is. There were some problems with the scene. I was like, why are they shooting at something that clearly isn't real? (laughs) Um... So there was that. I agree with you in terms of like it was a beautifully shot mm. movie. So like once they're like going, th- it reminded me a lot of King Kong. Oh, yeah. It reminded me oh, a yeah. lot of King. One. No, no, no. Um, the new one. The new one. Skull Island. The Skull oh, Island. Sorry, one. Yeah, yeah. Like once they landed on the planet, I was like, oh, Skull Island. Like this totally looks like Skull Island. Sort of. Yeah. Like that. Uh, all that. Bit, uh, that's the stuff that I love. I was yeah. like, at the start of it was great, and then yeah, just. Mm. Um and um I. I, um, spoilers, was really hoping that Walter wasn't going to die because I really liked him. And this is the thing. I felt more connection to Walter as the robot than I did to any of the other characters. And maybe that's that's the way it's supposed to be. That's Mm. the effect that the the director wants to have on the audience. Um, But I think that's a bit of a flaw there. Now, the thing is, is I have not seen Prometheus... So I've literally only seen the first Alien movie and this Alien movie. Which I don't so, think you should, like. I don't think there's any expectation for you to see Prometheus because they'll never like, hey, it's a sequel to Prometheus. Yeah. Which is one of the things I was so annoyed by. I'm like, why did you call this Alien Covenant? Mm. You should have called it Prometheus too. Like mm. that's what it is. The like, only bit I didn't understand mm. was when David was standing on the ship and he let the spores down and it killed everyone and all of those people looked the same. Yeah, that was the creators. I, yeah, yeah. I, that's the so, only yeah, I bit I didn't understand that's, that's, that comes what from you Prometheus. Needed, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, but other than that, I got the rest of the story. Um, I. I do agree with you that it definitely does peter out at the end because I my favourite part of the trailer was when they're in the shower and the mm. thing comes up and then we're getting towards the end of the movie and I'm like, that scene hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So that must mean mm-hmm. that there's a whole other act. Mm. And when I came to that realisation, I just went, I'm tired. Yeah. I you know liked I mean? that though. I, Actually, home. I did like that part, like when they're trying to like trap the alien and fight the alien and stuff towards the end. But this is obviously the weakest xenomorph they've <laughs> encountered because they killed it very easily. I can't like, even remember how they killed it. They go into the evac bay and they hit a button and it flies out. Like, oh, Well, it gets yeah. hit by a truck. You know I mean? Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's like there's no real struggle. Um, I will say, that version of xenomorph looks awesome. Mm. Like, that one was great. The scene where they're flying around trying to get the planet was cool like with the clans mm. up there's yeah. definitely cool stuff in it mm. um i think the girl um porpentina from fantasy yeah. Beast had nothing to do in it like yeah like total disposable character fastbender yeah. is great like yeah fastbender is great I, I he's thought... fantastic when he's all like you know i've i've created this imperfection and all mm. this kind of stuff like that um billy crudup was great actually really good he's, he was he... the guy the captain so again spoilers like... i'm the captain now <laughs> yeah yeah he was that guy from uh <laughs> what's that movie? captain phillips yeah, captain, <laughs> captain crudup uh, <laughs> Like, he's the first mate, and so, spoilers, the, the captain, who is James Franco. Yeah, James Weasley, Franco. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he dies sort of right at the start of the movie, so Billy Crudup then takes control of the ship, and he makes this decision, which basically gets them into trouble. So they uh, they get a distress signal. Oh, it's not really a distress. It's just a signal from this mm. planet. And but it is, it is a distress signal, because then they're like... Um, no, because she's just singing... Just like, oh, yeah, no, that's in the, fir- the first one, is the distress yeah. signal, sorry. Yeah. Um, and and so mm. it's his decision that they go land on this planet. Yeah, and I'm like that. I'm just like, 
Oh, I feel like sometimes I'm Abed in that episode of Community where they do the horror stories and he's <laughs> like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to turn on the radio and we're going to hear that, you know, the, like the, the psycho kill is coming and we're going to stand back to back in the room with knives and wait until the police come on our fully charged phones. Yeah. Like, I honestly feel like that. Yeah. I'm that person in movies because I'm like, no, we all know what happens. If you go, don't do that. Just go to the planet that you're supposed to go to. Who gives a shit about something that sounds like... Sweet Home Alabama or whatever the hell it's supposed to be. Like, just fucking do the thing that well, you're the supposed to Well, the reason they do. went was because they were like, we can stay on the ship for another seven years. But um, the, if that's the plan, stick to the plan. Or like this Goldilocks system we're going to go to could like, it's only like a week no. away or whatever. Um, yeah, I agree. But then you have no movie. Like, exactly. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, also, like when... That's what I mean by like, I'm like the artist. When are people in these alien movies going to stop employing artificial intelligence... Like, in the first one, the robot's the villain. Mm-hmm. In Prometheus, the robot's the villain. Like, it's always the villain. Like when just... are people in these movies going to learn to not peer over the fucking flower pod Oh, the egg. egg. Yeah. yeah, I know. And as it's opening, oh, I'll just look inside yeah. and see what's in it. Um, also, like, there's a... I mean, this is just me being a nerd, but there's, like, a continuity error in films because when the alien hatches this time in the new movie... It's just like a miniature version of it, but in the original alien, it was just like a worm. Mm. I was like, guys, come on, they don't have legs this early. Yeah, Let's get yeah. it right. Come on, Ridley, I know it was 40 years ago, but come on. <laughs> um, I will say as well, I thought Danny McBride was excellent. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was. was really yeah, good at it. Really like, good. I bought like his like his sadness, like when he finds out his yeah, wife's died. angst in that there's a really uh, crazy scene where it's probably the first alien attack. And he's helpless up in the ship in the in orbit, mm. uh, and he's basically trying to get as close to the planet as possible. And he's taking all these risks, and he plays it. Yeah, he... like it may like it may be one of his best performances. Like I've always liked Daniel McBride. Like he tends to play you know the redneck like yeah. idiot or whatever. Like he's oh no, you know he's great in Hot Rod as well. I this love is him. my hat now. It's totally my hat. <laughs> you gotta bring out the demons out of me. I love Hot Rod. I also really like him in This Is the End as well. But it was cool to see him play like a non-comedic role, and like he definitely like has a couple of chuckles in there. But um, seeing him like play something so serious and and stark and do it so well was really cool. So I guess what are we gonna rate this? Out of like little, <laughs> should we rate them out of the little egg things that Michael Fassbender spews up, or the baby oh, yeah. aliens? Maybe you could explain that. What was that again? Remember right at the end, so how like, he yeah. spews up. Oh yeah, he had them. Yeah. Yeah, he so had why them. did he? I thought. So is he just going to turn that ship around and go back to that planet, or is he going to infest the? I think new he's going to go. I think he's going to go across the galaxy and like mm, hatch these aliens. And, yeah, as wide and as far as possible. So yeah, I think he's going to. Yeah, which I did like that idea. I was like, "That's cool and ominous." Why was the film not more? I like totally, this? but I totally saw that coming because they were like, "What are you waiting for?" And he's like, "Mother." And the ship is called like like yeah. duh. Yeah, it's yeah. so obvious. Like it's like one plus one is two. Yeah. Sort and I will say, for those of us who aren't looking, a particular skill of mine is I can, of course, subconsciously, I knew that it was uh, David yeah. instead of uh, mm. Walter. Yeah. I'm just like, probably, most likely that's what's happened. Otherwise, why put the ambiguity yeah. there? But I can like switch that off and just enjoy the moment. And that last bit, when she's <clears throat> she gets tucked up, 
like she's snug oh, as yeah. a bug in a rug in yeah. her cryogenic sleep yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of realizes it's David, and that moment is just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Also, I love Walter. Mm-hmm. Like that was yeah, like not by one of my favorite Fassbender characters because he's just so like just wants to help everyone. Yeah. Like, just like mm-hmm. a nice guy and stuff. Yeah. Also, he's wearing like the dorky like hat that you wear at primary school, <laughs> yeah. like um, yeah, legionnaire's hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Spewed up fetus eggs. Alien f- eggs. Alien sure. Alien How many eggs. do you want to rate it out of? Well, the last Alien movie, I gave a five to a stretch to a six. You gave didn't a six, I? I, think. I gave a six. So I'm going to give this one a seven. Okay. I will be giving this eight eggs, and I'm going to give it. Six out of ten. That's quite low for you. It is, and I don't. Again, I don't think it's. A, I, I think my, I'm letting like it, like the way I, like my emotions get in the way of it. Like I think yeah. it's a well made movie. I think it's hmm. most people probably won't have the problem with it. Just I did. has moments that aren't good. My thing was just to, like I was very disappointed because I wanted a story that I felt like I was promised and didn't get it. So mm. maybe you know I'm taking a little bit personal. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I think maybe I mean correct me if I'm wrong here, but. Maybe Tina and I don't have the attachment to the franchise that you do. Yeah, it's quite possible. That's true. I mean, I didn't watch the first Alien. I was, certainly don't. I didn't watch the first Alien until I was like eighteen or whatever. But that being said, I don't don't like Aliens. Although I missed it in this one, I was like, give me lots of Aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Alien Three, I, I don't like the Alien vs Predator films aren't good. So the only one that I really, I really like is the first one, and yeah. I think it's because every film seems to have been a departure from what that was. It's just like, it's such a great. Haunted House film. Mm. Like, let's just keep doing can that. Can I also just say, I still think, and this is just my opinion, mm. so you can disagree, I still think this movie doesn't know what genre it is. Like, I still think it doesn't know if it's a horror or an action. It's not a horror film. Like, it's got some kind of creepy moments, mm. but... But they go for the scares. There's definitely, like, there was a number of times they went for that, like... Boom. I, yeah. I can't remember. I guess, well, like, like, the star- that- all I can think of is the shower scene. I... I guess like when the girl goes to explore the caves and the yeah. alien drops down, but I saw that coming a mile away. I'm mm. like, yeah, she split off and alien's gonna kill her. Like, mm. yeah. Well, when Billy, Billy Crudup looks in that egg thing. And it, yeah, but once again, like that, again, like I guess I saw it coming a little bit, but yeah. Um, I also came up with a Santina, and she was really disappointed with me. I said it, but a couple of weeks ago, I came up with a great T-shirt idea for our show. We should have a fast and remote uh, T-shirt. And it's just Tina, like just as a school teacher, holding an exam that says six out of ten, and then a sad-looking alien on the other side <laughs> of it, yeah. just looking down, disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. So coming soon. Yeah, I'll wear one of them. But maybe the reason why I didn't find Alien as good as I should have, and maybe why it wasn't as scary to me, is because the night before Tina and I saw a really good yeah. thriller. Uh, we went and saw Get Out. That's right, we did. That yeah, film got, had a lot of buzz, so I'm really yeah. interested to see how it was. I um, I loved it as much as you could love something that you that unsettles you and terrifies you, and you don't want to watch again, but you do want to watch it yeah. again. We should probably say Tina's not a horror person. Like yeah. when we first started dating, I tried to make her watch horror films. We got through a few, and then I pushed it broke. too far, and it got broke. too scary. But the trailers were so good that I think Tina was like, I've got to check it out. So yeah. the fact that she sat through the whole thing, I think you only what, covered your eyes like maybe twice? Yeah. Um, well, is... cover my... I looked down. Yeah, looked it's, down. it's not a horror film. Like, and the, a... on... the only parts where I looked down was when it was... That woman? The woman, because yeah. she 
fucking freaked me out. This woman, like, has, so like, much. the best expressions. Like, she's so oh unnerving. Oh, my God, I'm just thinking about it now. Um, <sighs> I don't want to say... You haven't seen it yet? No. I won't say too much because I don't want to spoil it because it is... The twist is bonkers. Yeah. Like, there's, like... Because they're kind of in the trailer... You think you know what it is and then it isn't. Well, we can, just say, we can just say this. The trailer suggests that it's hypnotism. It's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, it's... So much more messed up. Yeah. Um, this might be one of my favorite films of the year. Yeah, this is great. I, I have never in a movie theater. I've done this at home, but I've never in a movie theater theater um, been so invested that when the third act happens and like shit starts to go down, I've literally like moved out of my seat seat and gone like yes oh, really? yeah. do it yeah like we were sort both, we were like both cheering like, like everybody was yeah. everybody it was in the a really good was. cinema my mum well. went and saw it and like I went to her house the next day and we were talking about it she was like can you believe it when this happened I was like yeah. I know right I like, even my mum loved it. it um and like it, it, there are definitely some scares in it like scares that like even a seasoned horror veteran like myself like jumped yeah. at like yeah just like jump <clears> scares um, but it really? was a fun horror movie. Like yeah. it's, it was the kind of scares where once it's over, like the cinema just started laughing. So we're like, "Oh, that was ridiculous! Yeah. Like, why do we jump at that?" Mm. But there are some bits that are just like so unnerving. Like when the dude's just running at night. That's not the bit that unnerved me. No, but that's so yeah. creepy. Like yeah. this is, I think you see in the trailer yeah, as well. Where he just changes directions. He's just running <laughs> and like straight up the guy that just changes direction. Um, and yeah, this woman like her. How is she's like? I don't know. If she she's starts cool, crying. She's, that part obviously. But I think that the part when he's looking at her through the window and she's like pulling her hair out or something. I had to look down because I think she was like... She wasn't pulling her hair out. She was, she was uh, just looking in the mirror. She was doing something, but I can't remember what it was. Um, because it's been a while right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, she was doing something that was very unusual. Mm. And the bit where he goes upstairs and then everybody just stops talking. Yeah. That sort of thing. It's, um, it's, it's pretty... I, I wouldn't say very funny, but it's really funny... But not like a comedy, like it's just like the awkwardness is is laughable. Yeah. Like, and you obviously have like because it's by Keenan Peel, and um, you know, oh, it's, it's by a, yeah, Jordan Peel, yeah, Jordan yeah. Peel, sorry. Um, and it's a, and you know like the main character is a black guy and he has a black uh, best friend and that black best friend really does play the token black guy. Mm. He's like, what motherfuckers be crazy, yeah, sort of yeah. thing like that. And but he just let it be nice and light, which is he's good. cast perfectly. Like his last coming yeah. to that and he is. Us. He is the audience. He is like, no, you don't go in there. Like, don't mm. go, don't do that. Yeah, like, right. you got to get out of there. Yeah. Like, he's, he's kind of the audience. <laughs> nah, magic ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. That was um, funny. it's yeah, it's not a horror, but there's definitely jumps. Yeah, uh, it's just a, it's a thriller. It's not a horror. Mm. But I will say that everything you've heard about this film positive is true. Okay. Like, it is one of the best like directorial debuts ever. Like, it's so well done, especially. Like, in this, you know, this century, like post two thousand, whatever, like there's some obviously great ones in the nineties and eighties and stuff, but so well done, so well written. Um, I thought a lot of it was unpredictable, even when there was stuff, like, even when there was some stuff shown to us, like there was the photograph moment, which I won't say anything else, but it's a bit where mm. there's the photos. I was like, well, it could be this, but maybe it's this. Like I couldn't pick what was happening. That was the only thing that to me wasn't explained. Um. Oh, I, I think I think it was. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, we we weren't able to talk about the film afterwards because Tina was like so unnerved by it. I, like mm. the f- film ended. And Even she, now, I'm like, I feel like I need to look at. Like the movie show. ended, and Tina was sweating and panting, and yeah. she's like, it was so thrilling, and I'm yeah. like, it was. I was sweating, and I was jealous of her. I was like, man, I wish like 
I hadn't no like because I wish that I hadn't watched so many horror films where to the point where I'm like desensitized a little bit. Like, I still loved it. I loved every like cool bit, but I missed that feeling of being like, oh, oh wow, that was full. Of, that was intense. Mm. Um, but it's it's great. It's I think maybe the only film I liked better this year than that so far is Logan. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So very high regard. Yeah, like uh, it's gonna be tough to beat Logan. I like Guardians, but Guardians isn't, uh, you know, isn't Logan. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's Get Out either. So, I mean, as good as that. But yeah, uh, should we? What should we? Um, how many uh, teacups? Ah, good. Yeah, teacups. How sure. How many teacups? Um, do you want to go first? Oh, you went first last time. I'll go first this time. Uh, I'll give Get Out nine teacups. Nice. Out of ten. Oh, I loved it. I'm giving Get Out 8.5 teacups. 8.5? Jiminy Christmas. So eight teacups and a teaspoon. It's, to go with oh, yeah. it. To go with it. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Like, yeah. if there's one film out of the moment that anyone should go and see, it's Get Out. Like, the, uh, the reason I'm giving it a lower <laughs> score than nine, because I was thinking nine, is because... Uh, it's I don't like getting scared. And it, uh, yeah, it <laughs> so, may- like I, I like it, but at the same time, I'm like I didn't like it because I didn't like the effect that it had yeah. on me. Mm. So and it might not be as rewatchable for you. Yeah. Um, and actually, like every like one more thing, like everyone in this film is great. Like the main guy, um, is it David Olawayo? I can't remember who it is. No, I don't think it is. I think it's the guy from Black Mirror, actually. But he's really good in it. The girl, like, he's dating is really good. Mm. She's actually from that show Girls, which I've never watched. But she was fantastic. The guy who plays the brother is good. Um, he's been in a bunch of horror stuff before. The parents are fantastic. Like Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Okay. Kaluuya. Yeah. I think he was in um, an episode of Black Mirror. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, have you seen anything else you want to review? I have, yeah. Uh, I watched a Netflix exclusive film. Oh. It's called The Discovery. Okay. I don't know if you've seen a trailer for it or anything like Why? that. Really worth checking out, so I'll keep the spoilers light. Um, the cast is really great as well. I'm surprised that it hasn't got any more buzz. Mm. Uh, the leads are Jason Siegel, Rooney Mara, and Robert Bob Redford. <laughs> uh, and Robert Redford plays this scientist who has found proof, like, proof that there's an afterlife. Okay. And it's sort of set in a post that discovery. It's a very melancholy... It's an indie film, so yeah. it's not definitely not a big budget. Uh, and it's set sort of a year or two after he's discovered that, and there's just, like, mass suicides, I think. Because everyone wants to go... Yeah. yeah, like, people who aren't happy with their life are just like, yeah, thanks for showing me there's a new one. Mm-hmm. So at the start, it's quite uh, confronting. A guy actually, they're filming this interview with him, and then this guy who's the boom operator, he interrupts the interview. He's like, oh, thanks for, you know, proving this or something like that. And then he just, like, shoots himself right there. So it's pretty yeah. confronting. Mm. And uh, Jason Siegel plays his son. Okay. And he's been estranged. But he, he sort of comes home. And it's just ba- it's, it's basically about the effect of that discovery. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's got some really great moments and a fucking really great cast. Mm. Yeah. Um. There's not much more I can say that won't. There is a twist at the end, uh, like an Inception sort of style twist. Okay. Um, and it's short as well, so I really recommend it to everyone. Sure, that sounds good. What can I rate it though? Out of boom mics. <laughs> boom mics. That's a bit morbid. <laughs> uh, I'll say I'll rate it out of fairies because it's a very prominent fairy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. Sure. Um. Are there any more movies to review? 
Uh, that's about it for me, I think. Well, I have one more. Um, this last week, guys, Tina already knows, I did the unthinkable thing I never thought I would do. <laughs> but um, I was off sick. I'm checking out now. Yeah, and I had um, a friend of mine uh, who I, whose movie recommendations, recommendations I take very seriously, like he's recommended a lot of good stuff. He'd been on my back. He's like, dude, he goes, you have to watch the Fast and the Furious films. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I've listened to, like, the How Did It Get Made reviews and uh, What Say You, this podcast, and they reviewed them and stuff. And I was just like, I don't know, man. Like, I saw those first two as a kid, and I, like, pretended to like them because everyone was into cars, but I don't know. And I liked Vin Diesel because he was pitch black, but aside from that, I just wasn't into it. But I was sick. I'm like, you know what? I'll just, I'll kick back and I'll watch four. So on Wednesday, I came home early from work and I watched four. I was like, okay, like, this is actually... I, I see the appeal. Like, they're not good movies. Let me preface by saying this. Like, they're not good movies. They're not, like, cinema. But they're the equivalent... Like, they're a modern version of an 80s action film. Like, they're ridiculous and stupid, and they up the ante each film. So, four, I was like, okay. Like, there was some stuff in there that was kind of fun. I watched five the next morning, and it's ridiculous. Like, it's so crazy. Like, um, well, if you listen to the podcast, you know, like, there's this scene where they... They talk about the safe scene where they drag a safe across L.A., that is a lie. It's not a safe. When you say safe, I think like a little square safe. Mm. It is like a Scrooge McDuck bank vault. <laughs> and two cars are tearing up LA with it. And it is destroying people. <laughs> and then in 6, Luke Evans is driving a tank and crushing people with it. And like so each movie looked up the ante. And I was like, you know what? Like That's nuts. And I was like, well, I've got Wednesday off. I've got cheap tickets. I'll go see 8. Like, because I'm... I'm kind of, I just need to see what happens next. Like, it's just... It's so ridiculous. I've got to see what they do next. Um, and then my buddy was like, well, I haven't seen it. The guy who recommended it. So last night, I went and saw Fate of the Furious. <laughs> and it is bonkers. Oh, really? It's so stupid. Like, I was laughing almost the entire time. And that's why I feel like... That's why I watched them, I found out. Like, I'm not being like... I think the only person who takes these movies seriously is Vin Diesel. I think he <laughs> thinks he's making, like, quality cinema. But I think everyone else is just, like, there for the ride. Like, a couple of them had Gal Gadot in them, who I'm a huge fan of. So, like, that was cool. Um... She's probably like the only like actor in them now. I think about. It. I was trying to think of all the other cast, but yeah. Well, there are like seven Kurt Russells in it. Is he really? And he's in eight as well. And Helen Mirren is in eight as well. Really? She plays. Uh... But you know why? Because I feel like, and I haven't seen them. Sorry to just interrupt. No, you, you're right. I feel like they've they've come round to like a sort of almost kitsch appeal now. Uh, yeah. They're so crazy, and there's, the fact that there's should never have been a franchise. There's yeah. now eight films. And There's going to be at least 10 plus two spin-offs. I mean, isn't it like the highest grossing franchise now? It's Universal's like? highest grossing franchise, yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, like, I, I feel like it's it's reached this popularity almost as a parody of itself, you know what I mean? Well, do you know what I think it is? I think it's the fact that it's like, look, superhero films are popular at the moment. And even though I wouldn't call anyone in these movies heroes, they're definitely like these ridiculous over-the-top action films yeah. that kind of fit into that genre. So they're popular, they make money, and all these, like... Proper actors like this film had Kurt Russell, Helen Mirren, and Charlize Theron in it. Like three, yeah. like I think Academy nominated actors. And I think the thing is that it's like, look, we can go in, take it easy, still be the best performances in the film, get paid for it, and yeah. just like goof off and stuff. Yeah. And you can tell like everyone is have, is um is having fun, but it's it's crazy. Like they discovered this program where they can control all these cars without anyone driving them. So there's like AI cars happening at one point. They. We're back after a little spooky spooky activity. <laughs> uh, uh, so I was talking about Fate of the Furious. Yeah, so they use this like 
this program where they can control cars remotely without anyone driving them. They do it to a submarine later as well. <laughs> um, but some of the best moments in this film, and I use the word best literally, um, they're all driving on the ice and the, the submarine shoots a torpedo. So the rock hangs out of his car while someone else takes over driving and he pushes it into, like, pushes the torpedo into other cars, like, with his bare hands. Wait, how? Because the torpedo is skidding on the ice as oh, well. Oh, sorry. So he yeah. leans out and just pushes it away. <laughs> um, there's another great moment with the rock. Um, where he's been walked into prison and he's, he's shackled by his wrists and his, his ankles and Scott Eastwood's in it and he's insulting him and makes fun of his daughter or whatever. So the rock just breaks <laughs> out of the handcuffs and picks up by his neck and throws him horizontally against a wall. Um, but maybe the greatest moment is in the opening scene where um, Vin Diesel's in this street race with the fastest car in Cuba. Um, and... He's driving this beat-up car, and uh, they they cheat. Like, they get some guy to, like, crash a motorcycle into the car, so he gets pulled out of the race. Um, and because that happens, like, his NOS tank is damaged. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I used the phrase NOS tank. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the car's falling apart. So he starts driving, and the, he pulls, like, this makeshift, like, accelerator that he made or whatever, and the engine catches on fire. So he goes in reverse, so the flames are blowing away from oh, the car. Oh, yeah, of course. And he, the engine explodes and it propels him over the finish line first <laughs> and then just takes a swan dive in the sea. Who wrote this? Uh, the same guy who wrote every other. This guy, Chris Morgan. Okay. Um, it is stupid and ridiculous. But I'll tell you this. I had a smile on my face the entire <laughs> movie. Like, there was not one moment where I was like, well, this is getting a bit slow. Like, yeah, I will yeah. say this. These films are maybe the most action-packed films ever. Like, there's not 20 minutes where something doesn't explode yeah. or speed off, like, or there's a fight. Um, it's crazy. So, and I also the other reason why I went and saw it is I feel like I'm constantly like talking negative, negatively about movies, and I'm going to actually at least see them so I can give yeah. an, an honest review. Um, so yeah, Fate of the Furious. I, I went how and many, saw it. How many torpedoes? How many torpedoes? I mean, I couldn't give it more than Covenant, could I? (laughs) (laughs) But you could. Uh, I think, like, as as an actual film, it'd be a low score. But for entertainment value, I'll give it a six. Because honestly, I could I could watch it again. Like, if if it was on like TV, I'd be like, yeah, let's watch a bit of this because it's bonkers. Yeah. Uh, So who's in it from the original cast? Uh, Vin Diesel's still around. Michelle Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Obviously not Paul Walker. No, Paul Walker obviously passed away, so he finished, and um, so he was in he was in seven, and that was it. Uh, Jordana Brewster didn't come back either, even though she's been in Vessels and she plays like his love interest. Mm. Um, and then I think the rest are basically newcomers, like from four. Well, Ludacris is in them; he's been there since two. And this guy Tyrese, who is the worst, but yeah. well, Ludacris is a real heavyweight, isn't he? <laughs> Chicken and beer. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, it, I mean, look, don't watch this before Get Out. Like, there are definitely yeah. movies you can see before. But if you're like, yeah, two and a half hours to kill, and you want to laugh at something completely ridiculous, because, yeah, I was next to my friend, and if I wasn't laughing, he was laughing, and then that set me up. Like, it's so, so stupid. And, like, the amount, like, the amount of girls, like, don't worry, like, if you, I mean, Tina, don't watch it, because you you are a feminist, and you won't, appreciate the objectifying of women yep, which is so, like every film that i've watched of that series in the last week there's been at least one 
hanging shot of a woman wearing like booty shorts that are so <laughs> high up it makes like a little square that you can see through um and even gal gadot wonder woman herself like her role in one of the movies is to like get a a dna uh, like a sorry like a, a handprint so that um they can scan like into like some system later on so of course when she walks up in a bikini and the first thing the guy does is just slap her on the ass <laughs> is that how they get the handprint and then she like they cut to a scene and she hands someone like her bikini bottoms and says, like, <laughs> here you go, I got it. I was like, what is this? Um, so, yeah, so that happened. But it's been an entertaining week, I'll tell you what. <laughs> like, yeah. it's nuts. Um, I think we need to talk about trailers, guys. Trailer trash. Before we talk about trailers, we're going to take a quick break. That sound means trailer trash. Can only mean one thing. Trailer trash. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> um, oh, I should also review... Oh, I won't review. I'll just say quickly. Injustice 2 came out last week. It's a game. We didn't really talk about games. It is really, really good. It's sick. It um, It's very, very fun. Mm. The perfect way to start a segment about trailers. This is a review of something? <laughs> yeah. To review a video game. I have a bunch of trailers, but uh, why don't you go through yours and I'll pick up the slack. Okay, yeah, games. sure. So I... Um, Checked out a trailer, it came up on IMDb for a film called Band-Aid. Okay, I did see the, the link, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, kind of a cool idea. Uh, looked like a very much an indie hipster kind of film. Yep. But it's about a couple who are on the brink of splitting up. They just fight all the time. Mm-hmm. And they decide, uh, as a last-ditch effort, to save their, um, their relationship. To... Can I guess? Are they going to have a baby? No. Okay. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> to start a band. And I think it's going to, like, the idea that they're going to write these songs which are going to be cathartic, because they're okay. like, you know... Uh, and i got to say, looks all right. It's like, you always drink milk from the cotton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it probably will be like that, because they seem like one of those real, like... Like... Amateur punk. You know what I mean? How it's yeah. just like, someone just smashes a drum and the other person just casually strums the guitar, you know Yeah. Um, so I think it looks good. I can't imagine it's going to have a wide release though. I can't, no. it doesn't look like it's going to appeal to, uh, to a wider audience. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just um, lift my hand. Is it Luna? I hope so. <laughs> uh, and the second film, I, uh, no, it's not a film, it's a show. Yep. Uh, Seth MacFarlane's new show. The Orville? The Orville. I watched the trailer. Ah, it's a, so it's a takeoff of, uh, Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, and looks great. I don't... I don't think it looks great, but I am on board. I think it looks like a, I think it looks like it could be good. I just feel like the trailer didn't made and give me enough because it seemed like a lot of forced jokes in there. Yeah, but uh, I didn't hate it. I wasn't like this sucks. I was. I just wanted to see more. Yeah, no, I thought it was a really good concept, and I was. I didn't know what it was when I started watching the trailer. Mm. Um, and then when I thought it was going to be a show, I'm like, you know what? That's good. I could use like a. It's just a different kind of sitcom. It's obviously going to be set on a, on a ship like the Enterprise. Mm. Um, and yeah, looks good. I um I'm I do like that he's doing this thing he did with Million Ways to Die in the West as well where he's not making himself like the rugged leading man like the guy definitely has the the jawline and the looks to pull off like a, a cocky smarmy like hero mm. or whatever mm. and he does go to kind of like play the aw shucks kind of guy yeah, instead yeah, yeah. which I'm all on board for so um yeah I uh, I think it looks and yeah the the twist in the trailer is that. His new uh, assistant captain is going to be his ex-wife. First mate. Yeah, first mate, sorry. Yeah. Assistant. Assistant <laughs> captain. Assistant I, uh, to the regional captain. Sorry, I don't have uh, my nautical studies <laughs> terms under under my belt. So. Right, okay. uh, but yeah, I think it was fun. I just, yeah, I want to see a little bit more. Yeah. 
Uh, I like that goo monster thing. I thought that was cool. Yeah, when he just walks through it. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So there are a couple of trailers that I watched. Um, some look really good. Some look not so good. Um, trailer came out for Young Sheldon, which is the prequel to Big Bang Theory. Uh, <laughs> does it look as bad as it sounds? It does not look great. I will say this. The kid does a pretty good job most of the time of mimicking Jim Parsons. Like, I'm not a big... Uh, Big Bang Theory fan anyway like, I, I don't mind it but I'm not a huge fan of it um, so there's some moments where I'm like oh wow that guy totally nailed it and then there are other times I'm like this kid plays for another take like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean not to criticise the kid but like he's getting paid like to the yeah, job yeah. Um, it looks like it's going to be a very kind of um, sappy family comedy the kind, of, kind of the way the Goldbergs is like the Goldbergs tends to always have, have a message and like always seem to end like on a yeah. sappy note but not as well executed. And my other question really is why? Why do we need this show? Why yeah. do we need this? I uh, just having a look at the picture on IMDb, I yeah. hate it. Yeah, sure. And too, I want right? this guy to die. Yeah, show sure in the photo. This is the kid's uh... action. But it doesn't even look like like I mean I know you can't get someone who's like a forty year old man, but uh, so he's got a, a briefcase so in front of this is school. a spin off show. God. I've never even heard of this, so this is a spin off show. Of Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Do they know what happened to Joey? The spin-off from yeah. Friends. Also, why do Yo- they Young Joey? What about Young Joey? Why and why do they call it Young Sheldon? They could have like taken like another science term, like I don't know. I don't know what you would do. But, they could have like, not done prenatal this Sheldon. Well, I was trying to think of like what came before the Big Bang, but no one knows. And I was like, Dark Matter. I'm like, that sounds like a an African American sitcom. So <laughs> uh, I don't know, but. Yeah, the show players need to exist. Like, there were a couple of moments in the trailer where I chuckled, but if it's going to be just more of the same, but not done as well as the Big Bang Theory, I feel like it's a yeah. kind of a waste of time. Um, uh, I'll go through my TV trailers first, I guess. Um, there's a trailer for a new X-Men TV show called The Gifted, um, starring the girl from the Goldbergs, who's also Silver and Cloud in Gotham. Um, mm. Natalie Allen Lind, I think she plays one of the... Like, it's about this family of mutants or whatever. And they're trying to, like, kind of keep, you know, on the down low. And, like, they don't know that the kids have developed powers yet and kind of happens at school and then, like, the military comes in and stuff. Um, and is this going to be canon with... I don't know. Um, it's interesting. I wonder if it's time with Legion, because Legion came out earlier this year and that was an X-Men show as well. And that was received really well. I'm, I think this show looks kind of unnecessary and boring. <laughs> Yeah. Like by the end of the trailer, I wasn't like, "Yes, I'm in." I was like, "Who are these characters?" Yeah. It's like it's. I don't think it's based on anyone. Like if it's based on someone from the comics, it's deep cuts because there's no one that I, like there was no one that I recognize. I'm like, "Oh, her mum's rogue or something." Yeah, like it yeah. wasn't like that at all. Um, it feels like Fox are really just been like, "We're not going to Stony. We're going to keep mutants as long as we can." So let's just make a million shows about yeah. mutants and a million movies about mutants. It's like. Like, look, you you knocked out of the park with Logan. It doesn't mean you can keep doing it. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, people should pay, like you know watch the trailer and judge for yourself. Like, maybe it'll be awesome. I'm just not on board. So I just I, I don't know. Like, with everything I'm trying to watch at the moment, I don't need to put this on my list. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, you can't like I don't know. There's people don't want a deeper cut as that. If you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I think people want to be able to relate. Yeah, I mean, Legion is deep cuts because it's like Charles Xavier's son and that's like not even, like, I wouldn't even be able to tell you who he is from the comics. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? But at least that had, some, like, had like um, Aubrey Plaza in it, who's, you know, a pretty big name at this point. 
and it just looks weird and kind of and it was adult as well like whereas this is like it's an adult show where the main characters are kids and that's always kind of I know it worked with Stranger Things but that was also pretty family friendly whereas this like it looks like it might be more of a, an adult drama so I don't know uh, then I watched the trailer for a new CW show. Uh, they're doing a fifth superhero show. They've got Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legend tomorrow. Now they're doing Black Lightning. Um, and this looks pretty good. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I'm 100% in, but it looks kind of cool. It's about this character, and he's a middle-aged man who used to be a hero when he was younger, but then he had kids and a family, and he was like, they've got to come first. I can't keep fighting crime getting injured. I've got to, like, focus on my family. But now the town... Like, ever since he's been gone, the town's kind of fallen apart again. And now he, now that his kids are all grown up, he's like, I'm going back into it. So it's about a, a hero who's already pretty experienced. Yeah, this is the same photo. <laughs> he's already got some experience, so we probably won't see that kind of training wheels yeah. um, montage you kind of get of these young superhero kids. Like, he's got the experience. Like, maybe... I think it's more interesting because you're, like, the same way the Skyfall was an interesting Bond film. Because it's like, oh, it's about a guy who has hit his peak and gone past it and yeah. now is like trying to keep up as an, an older character um, and also I think they're suggesting that his kids are going to have powers at some point as well so you get that kind of team element there but I think it was cool like um, I think CW does a very good job of showing not only uh, a, a balance of kind of uh, what I'm trying to say they do a balance of nationalities in their heroes and stuff as well as they balance sexuality as well. They do a very good job of, you know, making sure there's straight characters, gay characters, you know, um, African-American, Latino. Uh, the only thing they don't really do, I think, is I haven't seen a lot of Asian characters, but I'm sure we'll get there. Like, mm. um, So this looks cool. I, I'm down with it. I like middle-aged African-American superhero yeah. trying to get back out in the streets. And he's got, like, a lightning power. So that's cool. Um, so uh, the only thing I'm worried about is they said it's not going to connect with the rest of the universe, which I'm like, why not? Just do Yeah, it. like, why wouldn't you? You just, like... You don't have to tie it in, but mm. don't say, like, you don't really need to say well, no. I think they said not yet. So I assume that means eventually we get a crossover. Maybe they just want to kind of set it up and get it, make it its own thing first. Yeah. Like, Flash did rely heavily on Arrow in as much as they introduced the character in Arrow first. And then Arrow appeared a bunch of times in the first season of Flash. So maybe they just want to be like, look, we'll just make this show work and then we'll bring people in later. Yeah. So I'm down. Uh,. I saw a trailer for this movie, Rough Night, but I don't really need to talk about it, unless you have anything exciting to say about it. I don't watch any trailers, so that's why I have not Rough said night. anything. You saw Rough Night. You saw the trailer for it. It's that um, Scarlett Johansson Weekend of Bernie's movie. Oh, yeah. Um, where uh, Kate McKinnon does the Australian accent. Yeah. yeah. It looks fine. I'm... I didn't... didn't I, I know the trailer you're talking about. I thought, eh, sort of looked like it's been done before, you know what I mean? Yeah, Weekend of Bernie's. <laughs> I, think, I think, you know what, I think this comes back to a conversation we had like a few months ago about mm. the whole gender debate. You know what it seemed to me? I was like, I'm all in for that cast. Mm. Love the cast. I'm like, it just sort of seems like, to me, they're just like making a movie where it's like, see, like... We women can, are funny. We can cast a women to do the same thing as like, insert whatever party movie or something yeah. like that. I'm like, you've got such a good cast, Come up with something original, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I will say that I did love the line where Kate McKinnon's like, it's true, everybody in America has a gun. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like she's that. great. Like, even in that terrible Ghostbusters remake, like, if there's anything to cling to, it was her performance. Like, she kind of had some, some made some interesting decisions at least. Um, I get the feeling that it's going to be probably closer to Sisters than it is going to be to, like, Bridesmaids. I hope so, because Bridesmaids yeah. is not a comedy. No. Like, they, they can call it the greatest female comedy of all time. Uh, that's an insult to female comedians everywhere because it's not a comedy. 
It's a drama with three jokes. Uh, and then the last trailer I watched, I watched today. I literally watched it like a few hours ago. Brand new Spider-Man trailer came out. Haven't seen it yet. Did it reveal much? Uh, not too much. There's a couple of cool little things like um, there's a little bit more of Spider-Man's suit revealed, a little bit more of his talk with uh, Tony Stark in the car revealed. Uh, there's nothing really spoiled. Like You don't see any more villain stuff. Uh, you don't see the Shocker outfit, even though we know there's going to be a Shocker outfit because there's like a promo cartoon that came out. Um, we do see Donald Glover finally, um, and he's talking to Spider-Man, and we're not sure in what capacity, whether he's a threatening, like, whether he's about to, like, fight him, or whether he's, like, trying to coach him. I'm hoping he's trying to coach him, and maybe he's, like, a Miles Morales-type character, that'd be cool, but maybe he's a villain, we don't know. Um, but there was, um, yeah, just more stuff, um, you see the, yeah, the suit do a few more cool things, um, yeah. Very cool, yeah, I have to check it out. I saw that it was out, but... Didn't have time to watch it, so... No, that's okay. It's, uh... You probably... I mean, like, at this stage, we don't need to see any more trailers, but... I'm... I'm more... I was more concerned about Wonder Woman spoilers than Spider-Man spoilers. Like, Spider-Man, I'm like... I've seen five of these. If you spoil it for me, I'm gonna be okay. But, like, Wonder yeah. Woman is the first one. Don't spoil yeah, it yeah. for me. Uh, should we get to the topic of the week? I think we... so. Yes. Guys, we went to aliens, so we're gonna talk about something completely different. Our top five favourite aliens. <laughs> yeah. I um, thought it was a good topic, though. Yeah, I, um... I guess it made sense. Like, next week, spoilers, we'll probably do our top five favourite Wonder Women, which is, uh, I mean, I imagine, <laughs> in advance of Wonder Woman. I only know one. Well, I mean, just more like kind of powerful female roles, I guess. Oh, okay, like, yeah. Because yeah. Um, Wonder Woman is literally out in like a week's time, guys. Is it really? Yeah. A week and a day. By the time this is up, Whoa. there'll be like six sleeps to go or something. Six sleeps to Wonder Woman. And it's getting... Um, it's getting really good reviews as well. Critics is are it? really enjoying oh, it. Fantastic. And there are a couple of reviewers that I follow online um, that I really like and tend to have similar opinions to, and they'll like believe the hype. Like it is, it is literally wonderful. Like one guy said, better than Guardians, but not quite as good as Logan. Which I'm like, it's a good place to be. In. I'm like, based on my kind of scoring this year, that's a nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Logan was a ten and the Guardians was an eight, so that is a nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Guys, we're going to do top five favorite aliens. Who wants to go first? I'll go first, shall I? And we'll keep an eye on the batteries because it's already dwindling. I think maybe I need to get new batteries. Do you want to pause and do it now? Sure, let's do it now. We're back in a sec. Guys, we're back. We're going to talk about aliens. We had a a brief... We need to go on those batteries that Rocket stole from Guardians (laughs) so this mic never ever dies. Yeah. We wouldn't want to start an intergalactic case though, (laughs) would we? I'm just like so paranoid because we lost footage once. And it wasn't so much that we couldn't go back and fix it. Like, remember that episode we were doing? Uh, yeah. And I was like, guys, the mic stopped. <laughs> yeah. And no one knew how long. Yeah, I had to go up and check. And luckily, I think we lost like 20 seconds. So yeah. it was okay. But better safe than sorry. Let's talk aliens, guys. Nick, you're going to go first. Okay. My fifth favorite alien uh, is from a TV show I watched growing up. Uh, I think it was on... Must I was in year seven and eight. So that's going to be around the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Shows Roswell. I never watched Roswell. The lead alien is a guy oh. called Max. Okay. I'd be hard pressed to think of the, the actor's name. I think it's like Jason Bear or something like that. I, rings a bell, but it, um, you look that up. I yeah, I, I love this show. Uh, it was about like uh, the the supposed USO uh, UFO, UFO sighting in Roswell, New Mexico. You're right, Jason Bear. Yeah, there we go. Nailed it. Is it B E H R? It is. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is though. So I don't think he's. I think maybe he appeared in like Buffy or Angel or something or one of those shows. I'll look that up. Where you keep going? Uh, <laughs> this is like live fact checking. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, this show was one of my first, uh, you know, the shows you watch every week mm. kind of thing. It wasn't Buffy, you were right. There we go. It wasn't even Buffy. Uh, I didn't check that part. Was, I think it was like a one episode. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't think it was a regular. It was also in like uh, Dawson's Creek or something. So uh, Yeah. Um, but, and actually Roswell was famous because it gave Catherine Heigl her start. She was probably oh, yeah. most famous. And actually, I don't know if you, how well you guys remember the episode of The Office of the Farm. Spirit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. His sister, um, Dwight's sister. Yeah, in that mm. she was in Roswell as well. Like, ah, I cool. Think it was, her name's Amy something. Maybe that was the name in the show. But sure. If you remember who played his sister, that's who she was in Roswell. Yeah. Um, so I'm digressing off my actual topic, which was Max. He was the leader of these aliens, and he was like really cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's my fifth favorite alien. Nice. Nice. Um, my fifth favourite alien mm-hmm. is a tie. Oh. It's a tie between two aliens. Um, uh, I don't know the name of it, so uh, any Star Wars fans, like intense Star Wars fans that do know the name of these aliens, um, it is a tie between the blue clarinet playing aliens in Star Wars uh, in the, the cantina. Oh, yeah. Yep. And um, <laughs> Maz Ameda, Senator Maz Ameda. That's the blue one with the horns? That's yeah, the blue the one blue with the horns. Isn't it crazy I knew that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you um, nerd. And um, just because, like, I, I don't know, I think they're really cute. I always liked Maz Ameda, and then I found out he was a bad guy. But I only liked him because of, like, of his aesthetic. Yeah. Like, I think he looked really cool. Well, he's a puppet. Figuratively, in the, no, yeah, I mean, oh, in the, okay, yeah. I think he's like yeah. Pal- the emperor's yeah, puppet. His puppet yeah, his Palpatine's puppet. There you go. Say so that five um, times quickly. <laughs> yeah, and I remember, I just remember watching Clone Wars because when I was in year eight, I was in love with Hayden Christensen because he's so hot, and I was like, oh my god, that blue <laughs> alien guy is really cool. And I tried to like do a whole bunch of research on him, and I remember my brother-in-law telling me that it's um, Mazameta. And all this kind of stuff. And then in the next movie, spoilers, you found out he's a bad guy. And he had one line in the whole series. What did he say? We must stand together as the oh, Senate or yeah. something like um, that. Blue yeah. Blue yeah. Blue. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a musical, a four-minute musical and, number um, in the middle of Attack of the And obviously we all know that the cantina scene in Star Wars is like the best yeah. scene ever. So it would be silly Silly boys hmm. to not have an alien from that scene in your top five. You didn't think Greedo deserved to be on your list? <laughs> well, I mean, her list might go, but I would have thought maybe like an Admiral Akbar might have popped up. Yeah. But these guys are funny because they're like, do 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 do, and then everything that's stops. A trap. <laughs> that's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> that's too obvious. Yeah, well, I, I could have. Uh, I put like, uh, I've got a Star Wars character in my. I'm, I'm decided to put him in my. Um, my, uh, honorable mentions, honorables, yeah, because I was like, you know what, I could put, I could do like my top fifty Star Wars aliens. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll just won't look too far into Star Wars. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, speaking of obvious, I'm going to mention a character who I've mentioned in many lists since we started the show, and will probably show up in next week's one as well. Uh, this alien's name is Kara Zor-El, also known as Supergirl, mm. um, as represented in the TV show Supergirl. Um, she's probably my favorite of like the Kryptonians we've seen in any of the stuff. Like, I like Henry Cavill. Um, but that guy doesn't really have a, a chuckle or a smile very often, so he's not really like really a fun guy. Same yeah, but he's been snided though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. And same as Zod, like he's really intense and cool. But even I mean, to me, the happiest one in those movies is Jor El. Yeah. Even when he's dead, he's happy. He's yeah. like duck. 
move. Yeah. Um, whereas uh, Kara, as uh, on the TV show, like really fun. I love her um, her Earth persona as just Kara Danvers, where she's all nerdy and geeky and like or is like really awkward. I think that's really fun. Uh, and then as soon as she you know throws on the tights, she's just badass and kicking people's butts and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like a character I never really cared about as a child, but in the last 12 months, I'm like, this character rocks. Like, why was I ever like, oh, Superman's kind of cool. Like, when he has a female cousin, she's even better. This yeah. is great. Yeah, awesome. Supergirl. She'll All probably right. be on my list next week as well. <laughs> Spoilers. My fourth favorite alien is someone who's going to appear on my list twice. What? That's uh, possible. <laughs> you would think that. It is Gomorrah. From the Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. Oh, cool. She, I just love her attitude in those films, um, and she just kicks so much ass, especially when she had that gun from the ship <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the new film. Uh, so yeah, she's my number four. Cool. Nice. Yeah, Gamora's great. That's a really like, out of all the characters introduced, like probably one of the most, uh, most unexpected. You're like, well, what can she bring to this? And yeah. then you're like. Oh, yeah. she's killer. Like, she just came out of nowhere. I had no idea. Well, I didn't know who the galaxy, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy were before the first one. Oh, me either. Like, but, like, the others, I'm like, yeah, I can see why, mm. like, a talking raccoon yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. But, to, you know, I don't mean to offend Zoe Saldana, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen a play an alien, a coloured alien before. Yeah. You know, and I was like, it just sort of seems like, oh, is this just what I've just inserted? Oh, I've just given myself blood nose. Pause the podcast. Uh, that's right. I found my new favorite alien, guys. It was a Will Blood. Oh, that's a guy, that's too bad. I scratched it. Um, yeah, but ah, so good, so good. Number four. Yeah, she's got a really. I like the attitude she brings to as well. Like just uh, mm. yeah. Why? Oh. Why would someone have a stick up their butt? <laughs> and they can have tissue up their nose. <laughs> Alright, so my number four is um, just a classic funny guy, and that is Why Not Zoidberg? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Futurama. No oh, don't watch it. Oh, okay. Sure, so, it's yeah, no, it's really good. Even if you watch it like just for Zoidberg, he's really like just stupid. Yeah, he's great. Um, I love it. I just love it when he's like, when he's shed his shell and he's all like. <laughs> Floppy and disgusting. Ah, oh, it's so good. And he just has those beautiful one-liners. Mm. So, uh, yeah, why not Zoidberg? He kind of is like the alien version of Homer in a way. Yeah, he is. Like he's dopey. Like he's like he's a professor, but he's not intelligent at all. Like he does the same whoop 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 things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's good. I like Zoidberg. Uh, my number four is also a Guardian of the Galaxy, and that was my thing. I didn't want to because I was like, I could just put all the Guardians in here. Like I like them all. I had to make sure that I only put like one DC alien in and yeah. one Marvel alien because otherwise uh, it takes a whole thing. Um, I went with the popular vote. I chose Groot. Like Groot's rocket, I was like, well, he's kind of an alien, but he's a raccoon, so he yeah. could be from Earth technically. Uh, but Groot, it's like, how can you make a tree interesting? <laughs> yeah, bless you. I mean, not since the Ents have <laughs> yeah. we ro- have we rooted for a tree uh, so much. Um, Pun intended. Yeah, but like. In, and I'm not even saying like, oh, baby Groot, because he's cute. Like, both versions. Like, in that first film, like, he's the guy who just, like, grows a branch through, like, 20 guys yeah. and slams them on a spaceship. Um, he saves everyone's life when he like, does the um, cocoon thing. Um, he can light up a room. Yeah. 
He definitely yeah with the with um, his, like little spores. spores yeah uh, that was really cool. And oh, sorry, I didn't mean just his presence lights yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I think when he walks in, everyone looks at him. <laughs> like Groot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like he's just like such a kind-hearted character and stuff. Uh, and then you have the jerk baby Groot who like just wants to dance yeah. and like cause problems. Um, I never thought I could find a tree so inspiring and yeah. wonderful. Um, and here's a little depressing note. I found out that um, I was doing some research on Guardians recently. Apparently, like, like Groot species, like when they die and they're reborn, it's like a clean slate. So like, it's not the same Groot that was the adult. Like, he doesn't oh, okay. remember anything. Like, he's a brand new person. That's like, why he's a baby, baby. Yeah. As well, like they, he doesn't have any thoughts as remembrances and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah. So like that life is over and every memory he had is gone. Like so that's kind of depressing. But also yeah. like, oh cool, we can see a couple of different versions of this Groot. Like we might see like a more ferocious one. Um, we might see. I don't know. I I don't know about that. I think. We don't know the original Groot's backstory. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to be more loved and part of a family this time. You know yeah, I, mean? I think so too, absolutely. So we might see a more caring Groot. Probably work out better for him. Yeah, um, yeah so Groot. Great choice. And retrospectively, I can't believe I didn't think of this, when we did our uh, ultimate, like... Um, showdowns. Showdowns, like... A Groot versus an Ents. Yeah. I just thought, I'm like, yeah. why didn't we do this? <laughs> yeah, it would have been awesome. Uh, although Trigger the... would have just like put him to sleep with his boring. Yeah, it would have been the worst conversation because one guy takes like a year to say a <laughs> sentence, and the other one can only say three words. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my third favorite alien. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, you did. Oh yeah, yep. Yep, 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 yep. You mentioned him before, sort of disparagingly. It is specifically Russell Crowe's portrayal of Jor-El. I love Russell Crowe's oh, Jor-El. Yeah, yeah, I do. The, one, one of the most noble characters I've ever seen put on the screen. <laughs> He's just like. Sacrifices himself mm. and so no, we'll have the almost like a Gattaca style natural birth. I don't know if you've seen Gattaca. A long time ago. Yeah. yeah. It's a really Love good Gattaca. film. Um, but everyone on Krypton is assigned mm. genetically a role, like mm. they're gonna be a soldier or an engineer or something like that. Except have... for Jorel, who is like I'm a scientist, but I can throw it out if I need to and I'll <laughs> yeah. steal a dragon. <laughs> yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, he's great. That's his that's his dragon, he doesn't steal it. <laughs> um, My bad. Yeah. And yeah, so they have the natural birth, but he's well, like, what a great choice for Russell Crowe to play that. Yeah, um, yeah, fantastic. So he's my number three. I, I if I didn't have my dad, who I love dearly, he'd be the one I would. Play. I would agree about that casting because, like, if you had told me, like, oh, Russell Crowe's going to be a superhero film, I'm like, oh god, like, don't like. He's, he's like, it's, he's one of those actors like the same way I don't want to see like Leonardo DiCaprio as a superhero. Whatever. Like, I can't think of a role that works. But him as Jor-El works. Yeah. Like, that's a great decision. And he has one of my favourite lines in that movie, in Man of Steel, where um, the ship is exploding and I think Lois is falling to Earth. Like, she's, like, in that rocket ship that's, like, damaged. And Cal gets to have, like, one last conversation with his dad. And he's just like, you can save them. You can save them all. Yeah. And, like, as a, a fan of, like, comic books and stuff, it's, like, this... If you, like, feel it all warm inside of you, yeah. like, oh, my God, this is... Yes! That's right, he's super, he's going to do it. Like, yeah. even at, at that point, I wasn't even a Superman fan. I was like, Superman's a boring character. I was like, go save them all, Superman. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's because of uh, Russell Crowe's performance as Jor-El. Really good alien. Yeah. A couple of Kryptonians. Same family up there. Yeah, yeah. Not the poster boy, but uh, <laughs> yeah. a couple of unsung heroes, yeah. maybe. <laughs> okay. So, my number three, I've just shuffled my list around because I wanted my two to be my number one. Sure. 
Um, so my number three is good old Kang and Kodos from The Simpsons. Oh, that's I was cool. toying with putting them yeah. in. Yeah. You feel like you guys have gone out like really like when you hear my list, you're like, oh yeah, they're all stock yeah. standard ones. But that's you guys have really been out there. I wanted to go a little bit further out there. Um, yeah. So just like you know, they add really good comic relief. Um, they're really good presence in all the uh, uh, Halloween Halloween episodes. I just love the whole. Um, when they run for the presidency, and he's like, we must move forward, not backward, <laughs> upwards, not forwards, and always twirling, twirling, twirling towards freedom. <laughs> and don't blame me, I voted for Kodos. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're just, uh, I think they're really good. I also like, um, there's a joke in one that was like, and this is my sister Kodos. Hello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> and how to cook humans. Yeah. How to cook four humans. How to cook 40 humans. Yeah. How to cook four 40 humans. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're great. They're really they're good. good. You know, like, uh, the reason I was thinking about putting them in, they wouldn't, like, I didn't because they're, like, not my top five, but, like, they've just been there. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. Just, like, yeah. The aliens that have been there. there my whole life. That's yeah, right. yeah. And, like, cool design as well. Like, for a cartoon, like, you could do... You can go the kind of stock standard route of like the the grey or whatever, yeah. like the humanoid one, but just to be like this, yeah. like a giant eyeball with tentacles. Yeah. Yeah. And like when they make um when they when they abduct the senses and they make the pong game and they're like, Oh yeah, that's all but it's like, Oh, well if anybody else has, you know, done intergalactic space travel, raise your hands sort of thing. <laughs> um, to tell you about my number three, I'm gonna have to quote a famous British comedy, feisty one you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's got to be Yoda. Yoda one for me. Yep. Um, Bravo. Uh, again, like Star Wars is like, who do you pick? Like, there's yeah. so many yeah. like cool lands and stuff. But um, he's you know he's the he's the ultimate kind of uh, teacher and father figure. Mm. And then you know a lot of people hate it, but that scene in, in Attack of the Clones when he's flipping around oh, is great. Yeah. The only time I've hated Yoda is when I was playing as him in Lego Star Wars because if you try to walk, all he does is flips. <laughs> so you have to hover, yeah. otherwise he's just flipping around here. I'm like, what is this? He's like a fish. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, Yoda's great. He's I still don't know what species is. I'm sure no one knows what species is. Uh, I think it's like uh... actually I saw concept art of. Um... His speech, species, and what he would look like as a young man. Oh yeah, um, and it's like really different because we only see him as like this nine hundred year old, yeah, nine hundred year old uh, person thing, mm. um, and like, and we don't see any more of his race. Mm. Uh, I don't know if they're extinct or whatever, but like, yeah, like uh, potentially he's just like a normalish green face, but we don't see him as like this wrinkled old face. He just so. like it looks like Kermit normally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know it would probably destroy the franchise. But I kind of want to see a Planet of Yoda film, just like all <laughs> yeah. about their civilization and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yoda, man. Great choice. And one of the sadder moments of my childhood was when he died in Return of the Jedi. But you know what? Like, it's kind of... Tim's it... <laughs> just laughing. Oh my god. I'm just... Sorry. I have to interrupt you. I've just found the cutest video where a do... Okay, i got to wait till it starts again. i got to... There's a dog watching TV and he's barking at the horses and the horses go off screen. And so the dog <laughs> continues to follow the view of the horses in the lounge room because he thinks they've walked, they're in the lounge room, not on TV. That's so funny. Sorry, continue. Um, the thing about um, about Yoda's death is whilst it's sad, like 
this is a guy who saw like many battles and wars and stuff and he got to kind of die in his sleep like mm. with what he believes is the last hope like he found like the person's going to like save the universe and stuff tragically as we've learned seven eight nine that's not quite yeah. the case but like at that point like it's like he achieved his mission and he wasn't like murdered like yeah. it's kind of a a nicer way to think about it i guess so yeah. that's kind of cool but yeah definitely like that as well all right we're getting getting Dos. close to the end number two my number two alien is i couldn't choose one because they're all awesome yeah but it's uh from avatar the navi Okay. Uh, you haven't seen Avatar. I boycotted it for a long time. Yeah, um, and now I'm just not interested, but sure. Like, that's cool. Okay, this is going to fall on very deaf ears then. Yeah, but you know what? There are probably people who listen to us who listen to this who are like, I love Avatar. James and Tina are the worst for not watching yeah. it. So. Okay, so the Navi are like humanoid, so they, you know what they look like. They're like, the blue like, cats, yeah. Yeah, it's sweet, yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and they're like, I don't know, eight or nine foot tall, so a lot taller than humans. Yep. Um, they shoot massive arrows you see it like it looks normal and then you see it hit a human it's like massive okay um and they're just really cool uh i'm, I'm all about what they they it's like fern gully kind of they live in this massive tree yeah um and just a really cool character and zoe saldana plays one as well so i mentioned i mentioned before she shows up again oh um, that's who you meant by yeah cool yeah is, is uhura from star trek in this as well <laughs> yeah it's my zoe saldana <laughs> top five zoe saldana roles in aliens and the last one my number one is uh crossroads with britney spears <laughs> was she in that she's in that yeah <laughs> um yeah so it's not like colombiana or something so mine isn't so much i mean she's probably like the main character of that mm. of the navi but i'm putting the whole race in there because they're ballers cool I will get there eventually. Like, I'm at the point now where I don't, I'm not angry at its success anymore. Because one of those things Why where I'm like, you would be angry. I remember because angry. it booked out almost every cinema. Like, so like you'd go to Village and you wanted to watch a movie, and it's like so there's ten cinemas in Village at Knox, and then it was like eight of them were showing Avatar. Yeah, like it pushed. Like it yeah, pu- it's, it was this film that pushed out minor releases, like stuff you would normally get in a cinema, mm. like even for like a week or whatever, wouldn't get shown. And it was in cinema. For 12 months. Yeah. No, so, no, sorry. It was in cinema for like 11 anymore. months. And then it came back again for a 12 month anniversary yeah. like yeah. thing. Like, I'm this... like, you have to be kidding me. Like this has only been out of cinemas for like a month, maybe in yeah. a month. And, and it was this months. real like hype train type thing. Because yeah. it was also like 3D is back in a big bad way. And I've never liked 3D. So I'm like, if that's what you're selling this movie on, like it, the, the technology... I don't care. Like, I want to see something that's good. Like, yeah. um, and also, I was never a... James a, Cameron? A, no, I mean, I feel like maybe I'm not a James Cameron fan, because a lot of his films I tend not to like, but it's more a Sam Worthington fan. I was never really a big Sam Worthington yeah. fan, so I was like, oh, he's he's the lead of this movie? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, I will get there, because I do like a lot of people. Like, um, Ripley's in it, yes? Yeah? Sigourney mm, Weaver, she's yeah. in it. And um, Zoe Saldana's in it. And is Jeff Bridges? No. no. Who? Chris Cooper, maybe? I feel like there's like a guy who always says like an army, like an American guy. Who yeah, always I don't like know. There is a guy who's like very military, yeah. sort of like. Um, uh, but uh, Giovanni Ribisi's in it. Oh, I like him as well. And apparently, it's very. It's kind of like Pocahontas a bit as well. So that should like kind of draw Tina in. Mm, yeah. No, I'd prefer to watch Pocahontas. Of course. Yeah. Oh. Um, so my number three is one that has already been mentioned. Tina was like, "Let's get rid of Avatar." Oh, number two. Let's yeah. do number. Yes, right. We're doing number two. My number two is one that's already been mentioned, but I'm doing a tie between 
feisty one you are. <laughs> yeah, so I put him at number two, so I'm better. Sure. And also the Ewoks. Because uh, they're just cute little fuzzy and teddy they, bears. With like one rock, they can destroy an Afro yes, Walker. Yeah, absolutely. that's not ridiculous. Crush heads. Yeah. Uh, I when I watched, um, yeah, when I watched Star Wars for the first time ever, um, the two characters that I just fell in love with was Yoda and the Ewoks, yeah. and so it was just like I just wanted an Ewok, um, yeah. and I just felt so. Crushed and sad when Yoda died, and he was, and he was just like you know puttering around yeah. his house, and he's, he's like, like making tea guy. and all this, and you're just like, oh, he's so cute. I just want to like pick you yeah. up and take oh, you when, down. He, when he gets in his little bed, don't you <laughs> like, oh. yeah, and he's like, eh, eh, yeah. pulling his blankets up, and he's like, ah, and like <laughs> yeah. he's gonna go to sleep. Empire Yoda is yes. a maniac. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean like he's, he's like crazy? He's yeah. like, he could kill Luke Skywalker. Like <laughs> yeah. it's like you know like he's do you know what he is? He's Professor Xavier in Logan. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's got all this power and no sense. It's yeah. like yeah. it's crazy. Um but yeah. So yeah, so that's my number two. And the Ewoks, yeah, unfortunately I didn't watch Return of the Jedi until I was like in my twenties. So they weren't cute anymore? So I was just kinda of like, oh these little bears, like yeah. they turned the war. I I think there's definitely a spot for them mm. in Star Wars in mm. that film, but not a not as an actual force to be reckoned with. Like, now, <laughs> yeah. like when I was a kid, no, fine. weren't they like cannibals as well? They had like people on like spears and they were eating them and sort of cannibals. <laughs> they were like, well, they had like Luke and uh, Han, think, you know, tied up, classic yeah. like with the spit, kind yeah. of, like you might see in an Indiana Jones maybe film. Maybe the idea <laughs> yeah. was that the whole idea is like you know they're soft and cuddly on the surface but they're actually like vicious mm. but I don't think that like translated no, very oh no well. I-, I can tell you what it was yeah. it was meant to be Kashyyyk the vi- like, they were meant to be saved by uh, Wookiees and they're like we didn't have the budget to make Wookiee costumes oh, that okay. many Wookiee costumes oh, really? we can make half the amount of Wookiees you want or we can make little bears yeah. and they're like he was like um Ewoks yeah that's what happened yeah. <laughs> like I also think you probably would have thought we can sell a billion toys. Yeah, yeah as well. you, you would have been, you would have sold like a billion Wookies as well, but definitely yeah. uh, Ewoks would have sold because they're yeah. just teddy bears. Um, my number two. Bring us home, James. Well, I can't because it's number two. <laughs> um, yeah, but bring us home to the final round. Is an alien that has no name um, and has no true form. Fucking hell, James. This alien is only known as the Thing. Oh, okay. What did you think it was going to be? Oh, I thought it was going to be my number one. Oh, okay. Um, we'll find out soon. Um, no, the thing, uh, from John Carpenter's film, not from the one from the 30s, whatever, because I've never seen that one. Mm. Um, this alien is amazing because yeah, you don't know what it looks like ever. Um, all you know is that it was, it's been frozen in ice for centuries from the looks of it, and as soon as it s- touches something, it can become it. Mm. Uh, if it keeps touching things, it can become like multiple spliced versions, like yeah. different things all at once. You don't know, like the ending of that movie is so creepy because mm. when you see Kurt Russell alone in the snow with the fire burning in the background, you don't know whether Kurt Russell survived or if the thing has yeah. survived. Like, I've got to say, the thing is one of my all-time favorite horror movies. The both, both of them. I like the prequel as well. Like that new one, I think is really yeah, good. Like, I like, I like both of them equally. Like, I just love that um, series. The, uh, it's so scary because you don't know what you're facing. You don't know what it is that's going to like. Um, what you, you don't you, you you can't prepare for it. You don't know what its weaknesses are. It seems, yeah. like, it seems like it doesn't like fire. That's one of the things. But it might also because in yeah, that's what when it like starts changing and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
And like that movie, if you watch that first, like that one from the eighties, the John Carpenter one, it's all practical effects. So it's all like puppets and yeah. like makeup and stuff. They got those great soundtracks. Yeah, um, and stop motion um, animation stuff to make that thing. Work. I think actually, um, no, some of the music from that from that movie ended up on Hateful Eight, but I don't know if that it was, but it wasn't John Carpenter's music. It was um, the other composer, yeah. whose name I've forgotten right now. Um, but yeah, the thing is, it's great. And like, yeah, even for an 80s film, because like, when you watch old films, they don't necessarily hold up in the scare department. Like, it's still legitimately creepy. Like, it is as creepy as The Fly from the 80s, if like, that still holds up as creepy, and like The Exorcist. Um, so the thing is a really cool alien. It just doesn't have a great name, but there's nothing else you can call it. So. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'll bring us home there, shall I? Go for it. My number one alien. Who else could it be? He's everyone's friend, if you were to meet him. It's Paul. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah I was like, Alf? <laughs> yeah, he's back in Pug form. He eats cats. Um, played by <laughs> Seth Rogen, starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. What a film. Yeah, I did watch that till like, years later. Totally fun film. Another Great. Sigourney Weaver film as well. She's yeah, that's right. She plays the big baddie. Yeah, yeah. Um, with a big pair of balls. I remember that. No, it's not really. Oh, like, yeah, I was metaphorically. Like, yeah, I was like, wait, she shows him? Like, that's amazing. Because yeah. that's the kind of movie they would do that in. Yeah. Uh, I just love his character. I mean, mm. it's like a good juxtaposition. He looks like your typical UFO, mm. but he's just like an all-American, like, pothead kind of thing. Have you mm. seen him? No. Oh, okay, yeah. It's, it's really good. Really funny. Mm. Uh, turns out he's super noble as well. Mm. Like, he can, like, heal people. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I've heard about that bit. Yeah. Mm. I like that scene. There's a, it was a big trailer moment where, like, they find a bird dying on the side of the road, so he brings it back to life and then eats it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like this real, like, this moment where, like, this, like, euphoric music plays and he's just, like, it's like, brings it back to life and it's like, like it's beautiful. And then he just, like, his tongue comes out and like, <laughs> launches it into the <laughs> And he's like, I'm not going to eat it. It's dead on the side of the road. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. gross. Yeah, it's good. Cool. All right, so my number one is another alien that has... No name. He is noble. He is fire. He is the burning suns. He has two hearts. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. The Doctor. Oh, wow. Good old Doctor Who. I didn't put any Doctor Who. I never think of Doctor Who as an alien. Exactly, you know, that's exactly right. And just like he. Two hearts. Yeah, he's got two. And, And as Jackie. Says, I wonder what else he's got two of oh. as well. <laughs> um, and just like, you know, he is, oh, what is he now? 500? He's 500 years old? No, he's older than that. He's older than 800 years old. Yeah, he's getting close to 1,000. Um, and um, obviously person. David Tennant <laughs> is my favourite version of, obviously. Of, um, mm. of the Doctor. And he's just awesome. And you, you, like he... he He's a poor soul, you know, he's lonely and he needs someone there with him to help him not turn into like this cold hearted, cold heartsed because there's two hearts oh, yeah. there. Um, <laughs> you know, um, he needs someone to, to humanize him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's why I've got the doctor as oh, number one. Choice. He's my, my doctor. <laughs> um, my number one. Um, Alien is the Alien uh, from Alien. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if anyone was going to actually put that in. Of course, it has to be. Like, it's the ultimate killing machine. Like, as much as I like the thing, like, it was a toss up. I'm like, what do I put first? I'm like, 
I can't do top five aliens and I'll put the alien yeah. as number one. Um, it's one of the coolest looking things ever designed in cinema. Like, as far as monsters go, like, Frankenstein looks creepy but does get a little bit cheesy after a while. Dracula, after a while, it's kind of like, oh, it's a guy with a bad accent and a cape. Yeah. Like, the mummy's just a bunch of bandages. But, like, the alien, it's, like, it's sleek. And, like, every part of it is a weapon. Like, it doesn't have... You can't see its eyes. It's just that dark, long head with those teeth that are constantly dripping. And then the second set of jaws... Then it's got those those razor sharp claws, and then like the stinger tail, like, yeah. and it's like an exoskeleton type thing. It, like it does, there's nothing nice about it. Like it is the nastiest looking thing, but still like oddly beautiful in its design. <laughs> um, plus, you if you do manage to wound it, it bleeds acid. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I remember the first. I mean, even long before I even saw the movie. I was like, that is a cool looking thing. Like, I'm obsessed with this. This is great. And then when I finally saw the the um, the 79 film, even like 30 years on, and now we're almost 40 years on, like it's that alien still works. Regardless of what you think about the movie, like that scene where it's in the tunnel and it appears out of nowhere, and like when the ba- like the chest burster comes out, like every version of that monster is fantastic. Like it's it's cool. Like it's just it's great. I just wish there were more good movies for it. Unfortunately, it doesn't have a great track record with like actual stories, but it looks cool. So hopefully, you know, yeah. we'll get another good one soon. But I think I couldn't put that in because I think I feel like I need to have some sort of like personal attachment to them, mm. and it's just like it's a pure like evil presence. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's not I can't get behind it. You know what I mean. <laughs> I don't want it to win. Well, I'm not like I'm taking it home to dinner. Like, <laughs> well, you would be dinner in that scenario. Yeah, exactly. But I don't even know if it eats. What's its motivation? People? Just to kill. Yeah, that's why it's like it's just, it is. It's just pure evil. Like it just it just it's almost as uh, its motivation seems to be that of the predator as well. Where it's like I just want to find something and kill it. Like mm. I'd like to know if they're going to make more movies and tie in further tie in the Prometheus world to the later Alien. Mm. I hope we still get to see Neil Blomkamp's version. I don't know if we will or not. The guy who did District Nine. Mm. At one point, he was going to do an alien film before, um, before The Martian was hugely successful. Like, because Ridley Scott was done. Like, it wasn't making it. Like, Prometheus wasn't really, like, well liked. Even though I liked it a lot, um, like, no one really liked it. So he was kind of done. And Neil Blomkamp was like, "Well, here's my idea. I'm going to do a sequel to Aliens. Like, ignore three and four. Ignore the crossover movies. Mm. We're going to bring Sigourney Weaver back as an older Ellen Ripley, and she, it's going to be a horror film again." And people were like, this is great, let's do it. And they had concept art and like pre-production stuff came out. And then The Martian came out and made millions of dollars. And suddenly really Scott was really popular again. And like, you know what? And really was like, oh, I've got another story. And like, Neil, step aside. Yeah. The king has returned. And we got Covenant, which is fine. But yeah. But yeah. So I would like to see more alien stuff. Uh, hopefully it's that version. If not that version, give... You know, what? give Jordan Peele an alien film. Like he made a great horror movie. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that. Like he made a great suspenseful thriller. Like we could definitely, you know, just chuck him in space. Still works. Yeah. The white aliens like won't hang out with the black aliens. It's all good. <laughs> Segregation. Yeah. Segregalian. No. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah, I know you hate it when I mess up words. <laughs> uh, does anyone have any honorable mentions? Yes. Go for it. They're all Star Wars. Of course, our little green friend. He yes. would have been probably in my top few, but I'm like, 
sort of, I don't know. I think it's what the plebs would choose. Yeah. <laughs> Seemed too easy. <laughs> uh, Chewbacca. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jabba the Hutt. Ah, uh, yep. No Salacious Crumb. Salacious B Crumb <laughs> is my last honourable mention. I will also mention as my honourable mentions. Um, oh. Oh, yeah. No, the one from Star Trek with the eyebrows. Spock. Spock. The Vulcan. Good old Spock. I keep forgetting that he's an alien, but I guess, yeah, you're right. He's half human, though. He is. Winona Ryder was his mum in that movie. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Um, I have a few uh, as well. Uh, the Predator from Predator. Like, again, more for design than anything else. Like, it just looks cool. Mm. Uh, Thanos. Um, I had to, like, I was trying to think of, like, some other Marvel aliens, but I didn't want to make it just Marvel aliens. So, yeah. but I have to, like, Thanos is cool. Um, Edgar from Men in Black, the giant cockroach. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and... And the ball chin in. The ball chin in. The chin in. <laughs> um, that, that line was made up on set the moment he was said it? it. Yeah, because there's a... In the outtakes, they're like, just come for the name for this thing. And it's like the tester chin. Like, yeah. Uh, like, nuts on a neck or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, And then ball chin in was the one he sh- they used in the end. <laughs> Uh, and then the last one, simply because Tina brought up Doctor Who, um, the Ood. Yeah, the Ood. The, this uh, race of, like, there's this, this psychic race of aliens who look very human-esque until you get to their head, which kind of looks like, like, it's like an oval, like a football I'll almost, with these weird eyes. And, like, just, it looks like someone's eating noodles, but not very well. Flesh so just, noodles. Just, like, hanging out. And then there's, like, a little ball that connects to their head and, like, it gives them psychic energy and stuff. Um, so they're pretty cool. So the little ball is a hind brain. Oh yeah, well that's a really gross alien. Yeah, they're really cool though. Um, I like them. And they're really like empathetic and stuff like that. Um, they were probably one of my favorite aliens. I was gonna. What were the the rhino people called? I'm not familiar. Oh, the Jadoon. Oh, Jadoon. I like those guys as well, just because of the way they talk. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Unless you guys have any other aliens you want to discuss, speak now, or forever hold your peace. No, I don't think so. Guys, that's our show then. I'm just trying to find this. There's a guy who, when you're talking about weird, uh, like the guy, the form of that thing, reminded me, you've never seen the film Tiptoes, have you? No, I haven't, but I do want to. Like you've... There's an actor in that whose head is like shaped like a football, like Stewie Griffin's head. Oh, like, okay. like Arnold from Hey Arnold? Yeah. Moving this football guy. head. Oh, wow. I know, I've seen that guy in stuff before. Tina's going to love this. Oh, yeah, I have seen him in stuff before. Oh, like football head. <laughs> this is the Jadoon. Oh, yeah. yeah so it's Does... just a rhinoceros, but like human body sort of thing. Um, cool. Yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, next week, I imagine, we'll be talking Wonder Woman. Well, will we, though? Because we won't have seen it. We won't have seen it, but we might do a, a list of people. Well, we might so wait. Maybe that's more appropriate for the week it comes out after. We could do that. I don't know. There's nothing really out this week. Uh, is Pirates out this week? Yeah. I don't think we'll be talking about our top five favorite Pirates somehow. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know what the list will be yet. We'll figure it out. Just a random topic. Like, we made maybe a... like our top five like villains or something like that? Yeah, we can do that. We'll, um, we'll have a think uh, in between episodes and we'll, we'll come up with the list. We always come up with the list in the end. Mm. Or maybe we'll do a, a long way to return to... To the Fight Club and have a debate. Yeah, we haven't had that for a while. I just, yeah. I got to step into the ring. I still uh, haven't yeah. had a chance to flex my. I'll, um, what would you like a quiz on? What? What? Uh, give me something else you both watch. Um, I don't know. I feel like we cover them. Like Arrested Development, we could do. 
That'd be a good quiz. Uh, I don't think we're deep enough into Goldberg's yet. We've only watched it once. So we... I don't think anyone will have done a quiz for that show anyway. <laughs> you might be right. It's been, like, we're better to have. Like, it's way bigger in America than it is over here. So. Yeah. Like, Americans love everything. What about Family Guy? You guys watch Family Guy? Uh, I haven't watched the last few seasons. I'm a little, I think Family Guy I'm kind of done with now. Like, yeah. I did like it a lot when I was younger. But um, it's kind of like a diminishing return at this point. Like, I remember, even this year, I was like, oh... I watching this episode that I really liked when I was younger and I put it on I'm like yeah that was the thing like, that I was... feel like there's not anything that we like equally enough that we would both be on the right footing Arrested Development I would say yeah but like there, well there's not much else do you know what I mean like yeah. I was like oh Doctor Who because we both like Doctor Who but I obviously like Doctor Who more than yeah. you do you do but I went through a hardcore Doctor Who phase and probably if you focus on the first four seasons I'd have a pretty yeah. good job but maybe after... I just need to find like a random film because if it's like Marvel, well, then you'll obviously have the upper mm. hand. If it's, say, Seinfeld, then you'll have the upper hand. Mm. So maybe I just need to be like completely random, like 90s movie quiz or something like that. Yeah, I would still do a Seinfeld quiz, but I would be at a disadvantage. But that doesn't matter. Um, all right, we'll figure out what we're going to do next week off mic. Um, <laughs> I've got to watch some more movies to review. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of Fast and Furious films, guys. No, no, there's one more. I'll endeavour to watch Get Out by next week and I'll give you my thoughts. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Like, um, actually, actually, I'll tell you about it off mic, but there's a cinema probably closer to where you live that's cheaper than where we go at the moment. So Yeah. Um, cool. That's going to do it for this week's Past the Remote. I'm James Chalmers, and obviously with me as always, Nick and Tina. Hello, goodbye. goodbye. Hello and goodbye. She's yep. a regular beetle over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see you next week. <laughs>